Yeah, this is uh, Billy Zapkin. You're listening to Below the Belt. No mercy, sweep the leg. Take a, must be take a worm for a walk, week. And screw you, melon. The Below the Belt show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Right, guys, it's time for another episode of BTV. Below the belt in Mother Effin' House, I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, a.k.a. Lord Alberto of House Soto. <laughs> Here oh, for yeah, you. we're going with it. With it. We threw in a, a, a Game of Thrones. Yes, on, uh, yes. That is Lord <laughs> Alberto of House Soto. That's right. That is him. I like that one quite a bit. All right, well, thank you very Check much. Plus Your Grace and my lord cool. and my lady. Um, Mine doesn't sound cool. That's how you know it's a good name. You just Sabrina made Sabrina Jealous. Sabrina of House Taylor Smith. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and introduce yes, the panel let's first. <laughs> and you already spoke, so yes, she is sweet chocolata herself. <laughs> she is Sarah Jora Mormont. She is. All right. Extraordinary. Jora Mormont. Who right. host extraordinaire, singer and songwriter? Won't be acting or hosting anything anytime soon, where people can see me. Like, That's all yeah. right. She is the one and only <laughs> Sabby Sabrina Taylor Smith. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> How you doing over there? All right, Lady Mormont in the house. <laughs> Let's go ahead and introduce. That's right. Back by popular demand. He is the once and future king, the last Numenorian, one true knight. See. The one and only not Martin Lopez. Thank you very much. He felt really no, good about that. No royal house necessary because king. King oh. bitches. Yeah. The once, once and, and future, future king. king. I could see your eyes light up. Wielder of Excalibur. <laughs> Explaining you. So I was like, oh, he loves that. Keep talking it's now. From, it's from Arthurian legend. And last but certainly not least. Save the best for last. That's right. She <laughs> is the one and the only, the mother of dragons, the breaker of chains, your Same grace, ball. Morgan Fabulous. Hi, y'all. You go and save me. Your, your grace. Will do. <laughs> your grace. I am glad. And that's great because we saw Vanessa Williams together. Oh, and great. I am so glad your grace is back because our favorite show oh, returned. Back. That's right. GOT There's will so be talking about GOT. Except I feel like it's more torture now waiting week to week than it was no, for it's like. No, it's not. No, because you're well, like. Because we know it's the we end. We all accepted that it was going to be like a year. And then they were no. like, psych, bitches, it's going to be two years. Yeah. Oh, because you're talking about the, the two-year wait, the one-and-a-half-year yeah, wait. I thought you were alluding to from week to week. 
Yeah, I'm saying I okay. feel like it's worse from week to week because I know it's just really? like a week. Like I get the itch. I've been thinking about. I mean, I'm itchy itch, anyway. Right. But I mean, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm real. Like it's just. I feel like when it was a year away, we all accepted that it was going to be, it was like, well, it's going to be a long ass time till we see the next episode. You kind of forgot about it. And then you were like, oh yeah, Game of Thrones, it's coming in like five years. And then you, you know, forgot again and then it came back. But now waiting week to week, there's no time to forget and think about anything else. You know what? I I feel the opposite. I feel we need to um, absorb the episode, mull over it, think about it. Even watch it again and get ready for the following week. I, I mean, let's be real. We're they, all going to watch it again. Right. But <laughs> if, if they did it like Netflix style, mm-hmm. I think it yeah. would be too much. So I, I really think yeah. old I school episodic. I watched it my first yeah. time around, well, but so then I watched it like four I more had, times Well, you binge watch it because, right. right. I mean, I read all the books. Right. Yeah, And then girl. I had to yeah, binge watch mm. yes, seasons did. one through five. Right. And I was books. waiting for season six, and it was a lot. Like, yeah. my mind... Like, I mm-hmm. felt like everything was consumed, like, yeah. all my dreams. Yeah. It's I was, a lot. I was saying, burn them all! <laughs> like, whenever yeah. anyone would make it's me a, mad. It's a lot of storylines. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot so of characters. Much. Like, I would yeah. watch hours of it at a time, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I need to watch something else. That's how I feel about, um, what's her name? Uh, oh, yeah. The her. Off, off, yeah. off. Uh, totally. That uh, bitch. Yeah, she's yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Handmaid's. Like, I, I feel like that stop. about the OA. I have like six episodes left, and I'm like, I can't. Uh, it gives me that? nightmares. You that, know, that's you know, really good. You know, because the other day I woke up now. and I thought I was French, like, or I had the stream where I was French. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I was what? Like, Why do I have a what? French accent? How I've been the watching the OA. What it are you saying? Oh, okay. All right. So we're gonna get into GOT. GOT. However, I want to announce the special call-in guest. Ah, yeah. So yes. first of all, on an awesome procedural show, which I think it's cool because you see all these big procedural shows on regular network television and they can't do what this show does. Right, Martin? Indeed. And this show is on Amazon Prime. It's called Bosch. It's already in season five, which just dropped on Amazon Prime. One of the actors who will be uh, in a multi-episode arc on season five is actor Ben Milliken, who plays the role of Carter. Um, he's also best known for his role as Tim in Blue Crush 2, the sequel to Blue Crush. Mm. Um, in addition, um, this is something we don't do very often, is feature documentary filmmakers and subjects. And um, I know, Sabrina, this is um, something that's, uh, that, that is near and dear to your heart, obviously, and that's uh, the op- opioid ep- epidemic. And um, this particular documentary is an award-winning film that inspired... Um, a reality show that followed afterwards called Dope Sick Nation. The film is called American Relapse, and it's directed by Pat McGee, and it follows around two um, former addicts that have been dealing with um, actually helping others uh, with their addiction, um, which I think is a good thing. Um, it just goes to show you some people can hopefully not relapse and become functioning members of society and uh, it's Ali Severino, um, one of the subjects, uh, along with director Pat McGee, will be calling in to blow the belt show. And uh, like I mentioned, Savvy, this is uh, yeah, this the is opioid definitely. epidemic is something that's near and dear to your heart. It yeah. is. It is. Um, as far as prevention. Yeah. Yeah. As right. far as like prevention and just awareness. 
Yeah, awareness. I think a lot of people also, just a fun fact, which I love to just repeat to people, is a lot of people think that the opioid epidemic affects the younger generations. It actually affects people in their 50s and 60s the most, statistically. And I actually saw this in America Relapse, although there were mostly younger subjects. They did uh, have a few older subjects as well. Yeah. So. um, And just so you guys know, I got my information from the CDC. Okay. So this, this, this documentary. And the CDC is who told Rick Grimes that we were all infected. Yes. So you know you can that trust That is very them. true. So That's you know you true. can trust them. So, They're on top of their shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, those are our special guests tonight, guys. So let's go ahead and talk about what we love here on BTV. That's right. Lords and ladies. Lord and Lady. Your Grace. Bend the knee. This is <laughs> Below the Belt Show's discussion of our favorite HBO show that is in season eight, Game of Thrones. I am Lord Alberto of House Soto, the once and future king, Martin of House Lopez, also the one true knight. Your Grace herself. That's right, the breaker of chains, the mother of dragons, Morgan Fabulous. If you say to our mama when you introduce me, <laughs> I will literally... Her say- lady of grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Lady Sabrina Mormont. It's our time to discuss our favorite show, guys. That is literally music to my ears. I have so much trash to talk about this. Whatever. Let us talk about. Can I episode two of Game of Thrones? Where do we start? I'm gonna throw this out in the beginning. Go ahead. I've been just ripping people up online because. I think that like now that we're in season eight and like everybody's hopped on the bandwagon, everybody's part of it. Mm-hmm. People have now realized what the show does, right? It has all these like fun little storylines and mysteries, and mm-hmm. you never know who's gonna die, you never know what's gonna happen. But the people that were like passive watchers in season one, who didn't mm-hmm. see uh, the thing coming with uh, the the Lannister kids, who didn't see Ned Stark dying, and then the people that weren't up on uh, what was going on with Jon Snow being uh, right. a, a Targaryen, right? Now everybody's trying to call the next big twist, and they're coming up with Ugh. the most bullshit theories. Everybody's there's a lot of wild fan oh, theories. Oh, no, and it's no all doubt. over. And, and like, oh, yeah. I think like it's become this popularity yeah. contest. Every episode comes out, and they're like, "See, and that's secretly a time jump from a past realm yeah. when this person I mean, was cloned yeah. from the whatever." I you're have like, no desire. None of you for have that. any idea what the fuck you're talking about? I think a lot of it's from out of left field. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I'd I rather mean, stick, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'd rather yeah. stick to what we've seen and yeah. just discuss. So let's. That's what I say. That's that's. My right. new favorite pastime yeah. is making fun of people that I know don't know what they're talking about. I know you don't know oh my God. I just got about. into a huge fight with somebody about oh, yeah. thing they had no idea what they, they, they were talking so about. Heated. I was like, why don't you just stop talking? Because like, you actually don't know. Dude, the clues are there. Stop. What, what dude, is the, the clues are there. My whole thing is, we love it. We love the characters. We love the show. Why do we need to... Say, what do you think is gonna happen? I don't. I literally do not know. Yeah, it's become the Night King is thing. coming, and God only knows. And let's keep it that way, please. I think know? I'm glad we have a lot of like. I'm glad you guys backed me. I'm starring glad you characters that are still kind of secondary characters, where we're like, yeah. oh, they're probably gonna die. 
Right. They're all going to die. But we're going to feel better. I mean, whoever I, I like dies. My three favorite characters <laughs> died in the first four seasons. Like, whoever I really uh, became attached to, no, they all died. No, right. I feel like... Before we make death predictions, let's okay. discuss the episode. Okay. Right. So, so many good talk, things. So let's see. Uh, so Danny finally learns the truth mm, about Jon ha- Snow. Ooh, she, she did not happen. like that. Mm. So yeah. as you know... But she needs to. Her face was like, Mm-mm. wow. She needs yes. to. As we learned last week, mm. um, Jon Snow she ain't queen. is a Targaryen. Yeah. She, he is mouth. the son of Lyanna Stark. And Rhaegar. Rhaegar, Rhaegar Targaryen. Making him in line for the throne in front of her. In front, right, exactly. In and her of, reaction. And was not good. Was not, mm, no. She was not good. about right. that. Wait, can we, so but. it was Rhaegar, Danny, mm-hmm. Viserion, who. Died Those are the three the siblings, oh, right? Yeah. Viserion was in front of her, too. Wait, he just died. But was Vice there Because they thought was he, another was, he thought he was the dragon. And because. Well, because John is male. That yeah. automatically and, and okay, but succeeds also, like, any female. And, and, right. Is that what it is? Well, and, yeah, and also that he's son happen. of Rhaegar. So like it goes through the male line to the eldest son, though. So it, well, right. even, even if Rhaegar had had like two or three kids, they all would have been in line in front mm-hmm. of her because he was the Mad King's eldest son. Right. So any children from that union mm-hmm. all would have been in front of her. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So here's the but great question the that I like. But she's queen, though. He, so. he can ride him, too. He's, but he's, can he burn? Yeah. He, he's got the blood. Can he's he Targaryen. burn? He can control all them dragons. He's got the magic sauce. But we don't. We haven't seen we that. We just saw him ride a dragon. We saw her we go into the fight. We did see him come back to life, So not though. any mortal can ride a dragon. Why can't they just rule together nope. and be happy? I right. mean, frah. Right. When, when Aegon first lands in Westeros, right, it's him and his two sisters. And they're all, each of them are on a dragon. Right. And if you read the books, when... Um, the uh, the Targaryen from the Wall, the ancient maester, when he yes. finds out about her, he immediately gets on a boat to head south because he says right. he says she needs me. Says there always has to be right. three. Says there has to be three so, Targaryens. Mm-hmm. So where's the third? Well, we lost a dragon, so I don't know if we need three anymore. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And remember, in the books there is a third. In the books there is a, there's a Targaryen prince right. that's invading Westeros while Danny's hanging out in the city. Right. Like he's taking King's Landing while she's twiddling her thumbs. So I don't know <laughs> yeah, what's gonna happen God, in the show. Yeah, it's been like two uh, years yeah. since I read the books. Um, but here's the major question. Danny has said from day one, mm-hmm. I'm the rightful heir to the mm, throne. Right. We're going to find out if she's full of shit and just wants power or if she really cares she's about succession. See- because yeah. if she was honest, she'll get out of John's way. If what she really cared about was the rightful ruler, that's Johnny Boy. What she about a heel turn? Out. What about a villain turn by Daenerys? Well, because everyone thinks because. she's going to go mad or whatever. Yeah. She likes burning people. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I want her and John to just to be together, yeah. have, have a baby, hot and rule together, and then let the North as king and queen. Let yeah. Sansa and the North be their separate entity. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, she didn't. Danny know. didn't like that. Either. And everybody would be happy. Yeah. I thought last week's episode was very good. There was mm-hmm. like right or like when, King's when Landing Jamie, could be the capital. So let's talk about the trial of Jamie Lannister. So yeah, that was... so we were a little nervous. We thought you know because of the trial, you know what happens. So, yeah. Uh, Bran was like the lift... things you do for love. Uh-huh. Oh. But you remember <laughs> what happened with Littlefinger? Oh, yeah, In that same scenario, time. I was yeah. really worried for Jamie. But luckily, they they realize his worth as far as a Kingslayer and the fact he's a good warrior and would help against this uh, battle of Winterfell against the dead. Um, So that was when he knighted. Well, right, beautiful Mm. moment, right? I just that whole that whole scene and like Mm -hmm. even 
Tormund. Tormund wants ass. some brand. Is the big woman still here? Like, I <laughs> love him. Yeah. He, I love he him cracks too. me yeah. up. Like that right. whole scene with all of them and the wine and the fire. Right. And he liked him Brienne. a huge bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and they knighted Brienne. I was just like, yes. Yes. So what about Tormund's uh, revelation that he's been drinking giant's milk? I mean, he's been was that a like joke? I literally was like, forever. only this man. <laughs> <laughs> so when he was, I was suckled the, at in, the in, teat in, of in, a giant <laughs> for nine months. That's why I'm so big and strong. And like everybody's face was like, in the like blinking man meme, like fucking a bear. He says shit like this all the time. Right. He is. I thought that was great. He kind of reminds me of my. Aunt Yetta, and <laughs> is she also a large like? No, she was actually a little prep. woman no. in a wheelchair, but she was very vocal about a lot of yeah. things. Of he, course, we had Masande and, and Grey Worm, who had yeah. another touching scene. I thought they that was interesting yeah. that they said they were gonna bail on Danny. Mm-hmm. No, they said they were gonna stand by her mm-hmm. till she wins. Till she and wins. Then well, because remember, didn't she free the Unsullied? They aren't. Yeah. They aren't yeah. do whatever they want. So they do whatever I'm they want. But they actually can't because but they don't have But isn't she going to go? Yeah. Whatever. Wouldn't Danny go to King's Landing? Miss Sandy's <laughs> all star of my stars, moon of my moon. Like, you read the books. <laughs> they all fucking yeah. sorority sisters for life and shit. I don't know about this move. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be they, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. Set Their them on whole fire. love thing, I could care less. It would have been better same, if same. we yeah. left it out of like all the right. show. I don't really I'm care. I'd be all right with that. So let's talk about the love scene that everybody was talking about I on mean, Game of Thrones. Arya yeah. and Gendry, guys. Um, yeah. I had some friends that were a little uncomfortable watching the scene. No at. one wants to see a 13-year-old naked. So well, okay, she's well, not, no, no, she's, she's not she's 22. Not just saying. Her character is 18. Uh, I think she joined the show when her she was 11. Who said her character's fucking 18? When did we establish that? Well, that's she, what the showrunners I think. In the book, she's all like nine. Okay, but I think yeah. I think this is a little different. But she's like uh, a for super. The show. Con- I mean, I'm she's been saying. stabbed yeah. numerous times. She can yeah. kill exactly. people and like travel all? around the world by herself. I think yeah. she'd be all right if she right. bangs was someone it, before she dies. Awkward. Yes. Is she, like, so it was. A, you thought it was awkward. I just. I mean. Because she looks. It like was a as girl. awkward as watching say, Jamie on, and one Cersei. Time, one at a time. One at a time. One at a time. They're brother I and sister. I don't want to. I don't want to say that Maisie, whatever her last name is. Maisie like, Williams. Yeah. Like I've seen her in real life, and she's you know beautiful, whatever. She's an attractive girl. But yeah. But they make her character look tomboyish and young. androgynous and young. Right. And it's, it's also hot. not something that. Like we've in seen. In the book, she looks like a boy. We right in the books, yeah. yeah. So we've seen, like you know, Cersei and Sansa and mm-hmm. Daenerys, all very feminine, whatever. We know that like mm-hmm. there's love or whatever with them, but it was just. I yeah. think we just people weren't expecting it. But I, however, mm-hmm. was like, this makes sense. Holla. If you think you're gonna die and you've never and had you're sex, a virgin, and yeah. it felt like there was always something yeah. between. There was always Denji, something. Denji. Denji. Something between them. They're always making eyes at each other. A girl has no virginity. (laughs) So, amazing. That's good there, Mark. (laughs) Like that. Maisie at first Mm. thought it was a prank when she received Ah. the script. For her scene, for sex Oh, scene. my God. And uh, Oh, they've been setting up her and Gendry for yeah. forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, this has been long in the works. So, Have you made and my sold yet? We're right. all ready for Better that. make it first. You look so yes. big and huffy working the forge. She was like, take your own damn right. pants off. So Maisie's, like, 20, Maisie's 22. Um, the actor who plays Gendry, Gendry uh, Dempsey, is He's 31. Cute. 
Um, so, we we know in real life so, that's fine. But is like, that so what people were fine. mad about? Because they think but he's a kid. In the imaginary world of the show, we were watching two very early preteens fuck like that. Yeah. Is that what people? Dude, they're about yeah. See, I thought other yeah. people were just like, I don't want to see you know the warrior girl mm-hmm. like. No, I, like, think, I think it was an age. I only it was heard an age thing. thing? Okay. I only heard an age mm-hmm. thing. So the uh, Dave, this awkward. Dave and DB actually asked Maisie, um, "How much are you willing to show? You can show as little or as much as you want." So they could have had a very PG scene and just cut as soon as they kissed, and then I mean, she could have walked up in bed. PG. I mean, all right. we saw was an ass. We saw an ass and side boob. Right. Well, we it wasn't side boob. Mm-hmm. You, you see, see side boob ass? in I, I, the right kind ass of crack. dress. So an ass crack and here's, like here's what like I got. Right. Yeah, here's what I got. So know that Maisie was that willing to do the scene, and she, that's what she was. Uh, here's what I got to tell us. Do, do I understand interview? all these questions? Yes. Did I want to see it? No. <laughs> right. I will say that anybody bitching about any type of nudity or fucking on an HBO show. Oh, right. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are That's we doing? a very good like, point. We're lucky we didn't watch her deep throat that guy on screen. That could have <laughs> sure. absolutely Damn. happened. Like, so, we could have seen that. Uh, whole can I just say also really quick? Um, she's a smoking bot. Sorry, just had to throw that I, out there. I, I mean, she she she's got boobs in the body. Was nice, you know. Yeah, I um, just think she still does look kind of prepubescent. Yes. Are you kidding? No. I don't know. Like it just doesn't. Like, it didn't. Um, it didn't um, do anything. Uh, great yeah. one. Like look, Cersei. She okay, won't even. Cersei won't even was, get nude. Was definitely getting it. What are you talking we about? She did the walk, walk of shame. You didn't know that. You, you didn't, didn't know you that didn't the shame. See any of the. We didn't. Did yeah. you know I that we've seen people everything. full on naked? All right. Plenty of time. Did you know that Cersei did not do that walk of shame? It yes. was our sort of the actress Lena Headey. It was actually the walk of shame. It was actually <laughs> I mean, a body double. Walk. It was actually a body double. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot yep. to walk through well, all that. Well, that body double was good. Fully front, fully naked, and to have people throwing stuff at you. Yeah. Prob- and like hundreds of people. Yeah. Like I probably would have had nightmares from that. Yeah. Shame. So, you, Shame. so <laughs> did you actually think that was Lena the whole time? I did. But I did so, too. If you look, like, damn. If you look Somebody very, has been to watch the it gym. again. Watch it again Speaking because of, it's. Do we think Shame Nurse is still alive? She being tortured down there by what's his I name? I wouldn't call probably it torture. Still being tortured. Yeah, I think tortured. she's gone. Yeah. Cersei says he's a man of very particular tastes and leaves the room saying shame, shame, shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just felt like, A, she was going to, yeah, it was going to yeah. be bad, but I thought maybe he was going to eat her, too. No, not and not in a good way. No, it's rape. Not in a good way. But, yeah. like, to death. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Sophie Turner, actually, you know, the, she's best friends with Maisie, who plays uh, Sansa. Uh, she said on Instagram, in honor of Easter, I guess the Game of Thrones wanted the storyline to have a little Easter bunny hop, <laughs> hop, hopping into that pussy. And uh, that's wait. the tea. Oh. Wait, who wrote <laughs> that? <laughs> Sansa Stock. Sansa Where is Sophie she Turner? That? Uh, on her uh, Twitter is her or Instagram. Yeah. In how bad did the studio pounce on her for that <laughs> shit? I mean... She's about to be Phoenix. You can't... Whoa. <laughs> that's, her, that's her best Damn. friend, so I guess she's allowed to comment right. on it. But mm. I, I thought suppose. about... I thought of the reason why Maisie wanted to do this scene. Is because I think it's very similar to Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Um, when Miley Cyrus ha- wanted to get out of that Disney Hannah Montana phase, I can't be tamed. Yeah. She I'm got a little wild, as you know. Not a, even after I can't be tamed. We're talking about Wrecking Ball, 
when she was well, she, completely yeah, yeah, but that, I can't be tamed was her first like breakout. Like, she was okay. That's she was before she started getting right. like half naked on so places. So I think Maisie Williams wanted to do something hair. a little yeah. different. I could see that. You know, we we, yeah. we all comfortable with getting the stuff that matters to the story. I could give a fuck if this okay. You know, what she a, got naked or what? didn't get naked on? Um, yeah. What else? Uh, we saw. Um, I mean, the, the Night King. Anything else? We Night saw King. Goat, We saw Ghost. Although he not very significant, yeah. he was just kind of like in the side. Oh yeah, the direwolf yeah. of Jon Snow. And see, that's you know that's that's worth talking about because mm-hmm. why uh, did they Nymeria and that huge horde of wolves that follows Nymeria right. is still out there? Yes, I you think, think that's they'll gonna fight matter. with them. I think they're gonna attack the dead. Yeah, oh. I think the wolves will fight the yeah. dead. Okay, cool. Um, what else did we see? We what? saw. We saw Florence Welch, uh, Florence and the Machine, uh, sing at the closing credits, Jenny of Old Stones. Oh, yeah. That song was gangster. Awesome. Right? It was awesome. I got chills. It was haunting. Yeah. yeah. It was I, beautiful I and do daily. like and how... Apparently Podrick. it's about Rhaegar, right? Podrick sang I, that song. I like how yeah. everyone is back. The yes. Hound is there. Podrick, yep. Sir Davos, who I love. His character The Onion great. Knight is the, the Onion man. Knight. The like onion night Sam and Gilly, like everyone's there. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Stannis mm-hmm. pays his debts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the big episode, the first feature is that length Sunday? episode is this Sunday, guys. Oh god. So this so is like ninety minutes or two Wait, hours. Wait, that's true. We didn't see any red women. She's is gone. she coming back? No, no, no. She's gone. Right? They she, banished she, we didn't her. See any of them? No, she'll, like, she'll usually return. a whole I think bunch in the show. She, she said her time was Just over. Around mm. the town. I feel like somebody with the Lord of Light must be coming back well, to bring to drive away the dark. And this is where we don't And the know. dead. Am I right? right. In the book, there's here. a different Lord of Light priest that's more powerful than her. It's this black dude that comes. This big black dude that comes from the south. Okay. And he like. He's, he's stronger oh, yeah. than Did me. Did you just reread him? all these? No, I, I got it all up in the dust. Because I, <laughs> I read them and I'm like now I'm like, you wouldn't know that he would probably one have it all in One true All right, night. Martin <laughs> So we're getting the Battle of Winterfell. Obviously, we saw the Army of the Dead. I mean. The White Walkers. Yeah. And, Leslie and the White. Past. Right in front of Winterfell, didn't we? Unless so, they well, march on somebody's got to make it out. To kill Cersei. Alive Oof. for the next... How many more? Uh, it'll be four, five, four episodes. There's gonna be a lot of death, guys. So yep. it, there's yeah. gonna be some favorites this I've, Sunday. They're gonna you be. You know done. what I think? I think the battle's gonna go on more than one episode. Oh god! I, th- I think we start the battle next episode. Mm-hmm. I think it carries on to the past following next episode. Week. Yeah. yeah. When, and then, I think you get and then two more episodes season. after when that. Theon yeah. came back. That was. It. All right. I hate that guy. Like, I, I understand. Yeah, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, I guys, really but did and he like, really deserve yeah. what Ramsey's like? God. No one, no, no one deserves, no one deserves that. that. But the death that, the death yeah. that finally Fuck came, yeah. that was Marley. the best, was Ramsey's. Yeah. Sansa right. fed his that ass. That was very satisfying. His own yes. dogs. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. They won't eat me. They've been starving for days. <laughs> <laughs> but Theon did not deserve mm. no one all that no terrible. One I no. still don't have no to like it. That. And like, okay, he's, so yeah, he's so been what? through trauma. So right, he's so traumatized. you're gonna have him defend Bran Stark. We're gonna put Beast no. Boy I think Theon's gonna Theon's gonna die. Guy. No. Theon's dead. Yeah. Theon, yeah. Theon, oh, Theon's died. definitely going to die. Give me some of the quality knights in and there I fucking defending so. Bran. Like, what, the Ironborn are going to defend? Who the fuck are the Ironborn? The Ironborn are badass. They, they are, like, they are the C-minus scrub team of Westeros. Oh. Them and their little island kingdom. Well, that's <laughs> where everyone should so. be going. Although, yeah. everyone... Guys, Euron's got some swag, though. You got to admit. Euron... He was able... Now, let's talk about your favorite quote from episode one. He looks like one. a crazy Gerard Butler. He actually looks like Josh Jackson a little bit. I'd say Josh Jackson. Listen, really quickly, though. Oh, man, 
the Ironborn, so they're the only ones that are going to be safe from the Night King because those bitches don't go in the water. <laughs> yeah, because they run You in an island. Because they run the fuck Yeah, they should have just been there and taken them out one by one. Your favorite quote, if you could repeat it. Right. From uh, episode one. You want a whole by one. You want a queen. And, and uh, <laughs> now, yes, of course, three and minutes and later, she right. pours it up. Everyone, yes. I, this one yes. guy wrote that, right and I go, Cersei got a plan. Right. But, you know, and, and I've talked this over with my friends, mm-hmm. women like a man with confidence. There it is. Like, yes, he, they do. He was a, he's very <laughs> cocky, but Cersei's a badass bitch. She's only had people go yes and no to her, right. or she's killed him. Very this intimidating. Fool, right. This fool stood up to her. Right. She was like, mm, I kind of like that. Now she was like, you're the, you're the most arrogant man I've ever met. I like it. I like so it. So, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but episode <laughs> one was co-directed by George Lucas. Did really? you guys know that? Yes. No, but it's awesome. Yes. It makes me happy. So, um, they actually found out that uh, George wanted to visit the set, is what Dave, David Benioff said. And they were nervous to have him on set. And he ended up actually directing, I think, a scene... Um, in um, in Game of Thrones. Can I say this so. and nobody will bite my head off about mm. it? No promises. Okay. No um, promises. So yeah, right? I kind of <laughs> wanted more from the first and second episode. I kind of felt... I liked no, them both. No, I mean, really I thought both. they were good, but no. I We always want like more. I wanted more. You're going to get more in the last four episodes. They're 80 plus minutes long. Wait, I know. I just so you're going to get a lot. Like There's, only... There's only four episodes left. Wait, I thought there were six, eight? Six episodes, Your oh, Grace. Oh, God. We've I'm only got four? But we're getting four 80-plus minute episodes. Super size. And it, it's all extra anyway. Like, last season should have been the last season. We're, we're already well and over. We're, we're still you bite your tongue. episodes in the gravy. I you shut your mouth. I did not want that. I didn't seven want books, seven episodes. That's a seven seasons. Yeah, well, seven we were books, only on book seasons. five. Where is six? Well, George is he's taking... He's never writing these He's shit. taking a sweet-ass time. I mean, is he still healthy? Is he even healthy? No. I think he's gonna die. <laughs> he, well, let's let's just let's not hope. Let's let's not jinx it. Let's, let's hope he's okay. Let's and hope finish he gets healthy. Books. Exactly. All right. That, I think that's all I have for Game of Thrones. So let's move on to other television, guys. Other, There's other television. There is other television out what? there. The fuck. Yeah. The fuck. We saw the first full-length trailer of James Wan's Swamp Thing. Um, from yes, from the DC Universe is on DC streaming platform. Uh, Swamp Thing will now have 10 episodes instead of the initial 13 planned episodes. Um, I got to tell you that the the, the, uh, trailer looked really good. It's uh, online now if you guys want to check it out. Um, And um, yeah, no, I think DC is really putting out some great content. I've heard great things about... They're making a push. They're trying. Yeah, I've heard good things about Doom Patrol. And um, let's see if Swamp Thing uh, lives up to uh, the hype. So... Um and in other DC I was kind of disappointed with Aquaman. Really? I thought it was fun. I, I wanted, well, that's I James Wan's also. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. DC project. I mean, it was never going to be Shakespeare. It gave me what I wanted. I got some action. I got some yucks. I got some cool fight scenes. It's never going to be Shakespeare, but I mean, maybe. Logan no, it was can't Shakespeare. Be Deadpool. That's just not a. Logan thing. was totally Shakespeare. A legit movie. 
That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Marvel has found a way to get to that spot that DC hasn't yet, where they can yeah. like mm-hmm. tell those dramatic tales even with people in capes and shit. And, and DC's yeah. really mm-hmm. having trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like DC's Logan with, with that, like the old, opinion. you know, sort of senile Xavier and and Logan passed by. And that that mm-hmm. that movie was like beautiful and sad and you know realistic. Like there, there was some there was more acting than action in that movie. X Men is Marvel. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That they're they're oh, at the level okay. they're supposed like, to be right now. Uh, and it's DC needs to get there. Honey yep. Boo Boo. So tomorrow is Gotham's series finale. And they're actually mm. they're actually uh, going ahead 10 years in the future. Uh, fast forward to the future when Bruce Wayne uh, is now... Batman. I hate it when shows so. do that. It feels like so... No, yeah. Almost like cheating. No, but no, like... no, no. I disagree. This is the season... Finale. Series, sorry. Series finale. This show is done. Yeah, I get So you Gotham was all about the prequel. Development. The development of Bruce yeah. Wayne into Batman. Right. So we have to kind of see that before it ends, in, in my opinion. And I think they had to fast forward in time and just show, you know, Bruce Wayne as an adult um, as Batman. You know, hmm. I think that right. was pretty much the decision they had to make. Um, but yes, the series finale airs tomorrow, Thursday, April 25th on Fox. Um, this one you might be sad to hear, and I'm a little sad because, you know, one of our favorite, who we agree, super hot mutants on The Gifted, mm. is Emma Dumont. Yeah. Emma. <laughs> How her wha- character is pissing me off in this. But I, I mean, have like, bad news. Okay. That, well, the that Gifted is, is canceled. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, 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 we all want it to be good, and like yeah. I, I thought the first season maybe was, but like it's just it's not. Mm-hmm. I think the first season was really enough. good, but yeah. it's just yeah, it went downhill. Second season that. was pretty boring, and yeah. they they yeah. struggled to figure out their storyline. The the bad guys weren't quite as bad. The good guys weren't you know good enough. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I like I, 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 I've watched every episode of the show. Yeah, okay, I've been good. rooting for it. I've been wanting it to get better. Yeah. But like sometimes you can have great actors doing their Hell job, and it just doesn't. It, yeah, it didn't work, man. And Pilar, I like That's unfortunate. sad that yeah, Polaris like Emma Dumont's character sucks so much. Like yeah. she just wasn't to me. She was just annoying. Like she's hot. And my God, the yes. leather! I'm all about <laughs> right? the leather. She is super hot. Yeah, I, yeah. Do. I am a but, big fan. And I like lo- really liked her in the first few episodes, mm. but then it was just like, mm-hmm. you suck. You suck as a person. You don't deserve mm. to be uh. Polaris. I mean, you can suck and be crazy and still likable. Hence Harley Quinn. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she just wasn't. I felt like she okay. just wasn't likable towards the end. I was just like, you were an asshole. And everything that you do to your delicious boyfriend is messed up. Mm. <laughs> Agree. Well, damn. Agree. Tired, wow. tired of these women hating on these delicious men. I know. Men. It's bullshit. Especially one that's like makes it's a freaking polar like lights when you kiss him. Like polar what is lights. that? Yeah, he polar crea- lights. He creates the northern lights. Whatever. He creates the sunrise <laughs> for you. Yeah. Like, for yeah. you Star Trek fans, you'll be happy to know they're gonna do an animated. TV series. Mm. Um, it's been green light, uh, green lit by CBS Television and Nickelodeon. What time is it, it set in? It's a CG animated series. Will follow a group of lawless teens. So it'll be a teenage <laughs> no. version oh, of Star they Trek. They just yeah. lost me. Who Any, just anything <laughs> with anything with like a bunch of angsty teens? I just <laughs> it might be good. so over anything, anything millennial. <laughs> 
So, Sorry, mom. I just want to hang out with my friends and fly the starship. I don't want to fucking. I, I don't want to fucking listen to you, mom. And it's also like fucking bitch. Is there any like new stuff? Like, yeah. Why do we have to keep? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. like we get it. Like well, this is bitch the first. This is like, the first animated it. series, I think. So okay. So no, no, no. There, there was an animated was an Star an Trek an... before. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't okay. good, but they did it. I didn't know that. So this <laughs> fucking so, these, so these angsty teens discover a derelict Starfleet ship and angsty use it to search teens. for adventure, meaning, and salvation. That sounds like so. a lot of characters are just going to make some stupid decisions. Totally, like, and they're going to all explore Betty, their, yeah. explore their sexuality. And then Betty pushes the button and everything Damn it, the Betty. Yeah. And then it's like, damn it, Betty, you uh, always do that. But it's like, And then some of them are going to have like weird backgrounds that they'll well, be accepted they and like have, get over yeah. their stuff and like... I can't have... believe my family yeah. celebrates Bipod Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to expand the universe, and I think that's you what they're doing. You don't, though. No. It's, it's a pretty big fucking universe. Well, yeah. yeah, you don't. You don't really need to. I mean, you have Star Trek Discovery, and then we're going to have this new series with Jean-Luc Picard coming oh, back. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Greatest yeah. captain ever. Jean-Luc Picard. Yes, Patrick yeah. returning. So. Picard yeah, is the single uh, greatest captain is, ever. I would follow him into hell. Uh, sad Tea, news. You heard, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Tonight airs uh, the final Luke Perry episode of Riverdale. So again, oh, very, sad. very sad news that we lost the great actor Luke Perry from 90210, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Um, yes. My gosh, uh, the God, Fifth Element. Right. The Fifth Element. And the last a, season of Riverdale is good too. Yeah, but I like un- Betty's little wig. But unfortunately, yes, uh, Luke Perry's. Um, no longer a part of the cast uh, due to his untimely passing. Um, what? I didn't know Luke Perry died. Oh my god! Oh come Shut on, up. Sabrina. You're, no, seriously. Oh come on, on. Shut stop. The fuck up. It's been like Shut it's the been fuck Sabrina. Up. Shut like, the fuck up. Are yeah. you serious? The internet exploded a now? month ago. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. I seriously did not know Sabrina. that. Sabrina, oh, wow. people are writing all this stuff on Instagram and Facebook. I haven't Sabrina. been on Instagram. I don't know. What to do. I don't know how to handle it. My last check Facebook. I mean, she she hasn't. I really haven't been on Facebook. I'm su- I'm I don't even I don't even believe her. Moving on. Moving on, because that's disappointing. That <laughs> it's you don't fake know. news. Yeah. Um, okay. It's <laughs> disappointing that I don't know yes. too. Yeah, for me. Yeah. You gotta you got to know this. I oh. didn't know. Luke Perry's gone. That's why I get emails. I did not know that he died. How did yeah. he die? Be... Also, George Washington no longer with us. Very sad. <laughs> oh he had a, he had he's a, been um, doing great things. He had a stroke. Yeah, here's the him and Frederick Douglass been doing great things. So here great That's what I'm saying his last episode airs tonight. Um, yes, Sabrina. He just left the show or something. <laughs> no, girl. And I'm no. talking about freaking Betty's wig. Yeah, that's why I yeah. tried okay. to switch that up really quickly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> have a munchkin. That's awful. Have, a, have another munchkin, that's Sabrina. Sucks, <laughs> Although I do have Joss Whedon news. Oh. <laughs> and it's Joss. I said Joss. Joss. You said Josh. I said Joss. Did I just say Joss? I don't know. Let's rewind the tape. <laughs> <laughs> so Joss Whedon's upcoming HBO series, The Nevers, has cast their lead role, uh, an actress, um, Laura Domley. Um, so this is uh, about a gang of Victorian women who Hot. find themselves with unusual abilities, <laughs> relentless enemies, and a mission that might change the world. So we talked about this in the show before, but now that the show has their lead actor... Um, which is Laura Donnelly. She'll star as Amalia True. What, uh, the, else, what else has she been in? The what most reckless, impulsive, emotionally damaged hero of her time. Um, good question. The Nevers. 
Laura Donnelly. Yeah, because I don't recognize the name. Someone has to look that up for us. I like everything yeah. Joss Whedon's done except for Avengers 2. Um, <laughs> I need to catch up on the universe. So HBO, uh, other HBO news is Armando Iannucci's new series. As you know, he does Veep, but mm. he's he's uh, doing uh, a sci-fi project now that Veep is coming to an end with its current final season. Um, so this is. Were a you aware s- of that? <laughs> She's talking. He's looking at you, Larry. So this this new I'm show is called Avenue Five. It's a space tourism comedy set forty years in the future uh, when the solar system is everyone's oyster. And Hugh Laurie uh, is the lead as Ryan Clark, the captain of the space cruise ship Avenue Five. Josh Gad, Zach Woods um, oh, are all a part of the cast, and. Um, that's kind of cool, you know. Obviously, a very different show than Veep um, that Armando is going forward with, a space comedy. Are you allowed to have those, Popeye? <laughs> uh, <laughs> space comedy. So, for your magician fans, um, a little bit of a spoiler, but unfortunately, we're losing a major character on the show. Mm. Um, yes, uh, Quentin, played by Jason Ralph. Sacrifice himself to save his friends. Mm. And yes, the character is really dead as Ralph is leaving the show. <laughs> yes, really dead. Yeah. Not fake dead. Yeah, because in The Magicians, you, your character can die. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Olivia Taylor Dudley's character, and she actually returns. So. Um, sorry for that spoil. <laughs> um, also, um, this is interesting. So George Clooney is doing television on... Mm. Uh, on Hulu, which That's where he got his start, baby. Yeah, he's going E-R. back to TV. Yeah, E-R. it's called Catch Twenty Two. It's a mini series based um, on the book. Yes, very good. Ooh. Wow, based on the classic Joseph Heller novel. Very good. Interesting. Revealing the problem for everyone in the in the World War II limited series, uh, the dilemma being you can only get grounded if you're crazy. But as soon as you ask to get out of combat duty, you're no longer crazy. You have to fly more missions. So. Um, pretty cool trailer. Um, cool to see um, George Clooney in the the uh, the new media mode. You know, uh, not used to seeing that. As obviously, I feel like more people are doing more, that. More, more. Everybody's jumping on it. it. Yes. And like you saw, like two or three years ago, all of a sudden, A-listers started doing commercials, which yep. is weird. Like everywhere you you got like yeah. you know, fucking Jennifer Garner, John Malkovich, right. all these guys doing like fucking credit card and coffee commercials. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? And now everybody's doing like new media, like. Yeah, it seems like it's a cash grab. You know, it's just it like it's it's no longer like nobody cares about like their right. resume anymore. It's like, yeah. listen, if these people put like they're gonna give me the money, I'm gonna be like, hey, yeah. welcome to Red Bull Stadium, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, <laughs> Big Little Lies is a good oh, example. Okay. I mean, that had a lot oh, of like yeah. movie actors I need in, to in jump that on series. That. So, um, but yes, you're right, absolutely right. right. Dentine Ice, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited Dentine about Dentine Ice. <laughs> Sorry. For you Karate Kid fans, Cobra Kai Season 2 just dropped on YouTube mm. Premium. Fuck yeah. Um, I saw <laughs> Season 1. I have yet to... Well, I haven't subscribed, resubscribed to YouTube Premium yet to watch Season 2, but I will watch it and probably subscribe for mm. just enough time to watch the second series. But um, I got a friend in it. You do? Yeah. How cool is that? Let me... Let me get her name right so it's uh, Sarah Grace Sanders oh wow that's awesome yeah she's a local let me get my friend's she's name a, right yeah <laughs> well you know like it's, you know I like Sarah I'm like Sarah yeah. Grace Sanders the whole thing yeah but so she'll she'll make a, a cameo in Cobra Kai season that two that is cool so just uh, for our local DMV listeners this 
weekend in Washington, D.C. is AwesomeCon, mm-hmm. the premier Comic-Con in the Washington, D.C. area. And yes, we will have a Karate Kid Cobra Kai reunion as oh, Billy Zabka, Ralph Macchio, <laughs> and Martin Cove will all be in the house. That's right, Sabrina, at AwesomeCon. BTB will be in the house this uh, Saturday and Sunday. If you see us, say hi. Um, Legit the only time I was ever starstruck. Sweep yeah, you told me that. The that, leg. Are you, you were there. Sweep the I leg. Do How about Sarah Michelle? Uh, I've never gotten to meet but her. But if you if you were to. If I did, I'd probably Sensei, just I probably just cry. I can take this guy. <laughs> <laughs> got a yes, problem honestly. with that? Yeah. I, mean, I try to be cool, and I probably pro- just start crying. Got a fucking crying. problem with that? Sweep the leg. Oh, I love it. Put him in a body bag. Yeah. So much. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love that movie. How of a a guest list at Awesome Con, Sabrina? I, like, really thought I was going to marry... Daniel, like Ralph Macchio. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, this is really what I'm, I'm meant to do in life. I'm meant to be yeah. a singer and marry Ralph Macchio. Did you, did you take your shot when you met him? Or you're like, hey. Um, no, I got so nervous that Aww. I like, literally oh, ran away. <laughs> you got to take your shot. You got to be like, hey, listen, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. You I want to like, grab a cup of coffee? You want to, you know? Yeah, like, you as I took, a, like. Every step closer to him, I just started Aww. sweating more and more. And I was like, is it really hot in here? Did they just turn off the air conditioning? I'm wearing mini clothes because you know I'd be in my costume. All right. Like, I got to follow up on this. Next. Now was I'm that the same year that right, that so. old vampire sucked on your neck? Oh, yeah. What? That was really gross. <laughs> but I was on camera, so I was like, okay, so tell me. He so, was dressed as an old vampire. And right. like, so you like you liked young Jersey boy. Now that now that we have like clean cut sort of like upper middle class dad, is he still sexy? Um, Daniel's son will always. Oh, Just wow. ask what? I haven't I'm seen him. Okay. He's a dad now. In this house, he's a, he's a he's a car dealership selling dad. I know if he still heats her up in the it's same way. It's a great it's a great show, isn't it, Martin? I was honestly curious. It's he a great show. It's a good show. I like it. All yeah. I gotta yeah. do is watch the Karate Kid one more time. And well, you gotta watch Cobra Kai. Coming. Why have you watched Cobra Kai? Because man, who cares about the other guys? It is Ralph Macchio in there. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. That's why that. they've been talking yeah, about yeah. I thought it was a story no. about the other guy. It is about the other guy, but he fi- they, they're still, he fights Johnny it's again. It's all the original You get cast. a rematch. Oh, really? When they're 40. <laughs> I don't know if I like I it as 50 much. Now. Yeah, they're old. They're 50s now. Yeah. But I do love Ralph Macchio. That's what I was asking. Sabrina, so you don't even Ralph, know. You Ralph Macchio, Billy Zabka, <laughs> the original cast, and then they're, fa- they're now fathers and their kids are now part of the cast as well so it's a generational thing which i think is really cool and i think mm-hmm. they did great homage to the original movies in this new series mm-hmm. and gotta check it out sabrina i will check, check it, it out, out. I yeah. will. especially I like season two i don't watch <clears throat> i only watch shows that like are recommended to me usually well, i'm recommending it to you right yeah, now because i know i'm gonna cobra watch kai. it i'm recommending um, but also since i've been working on these projects i really right. only watch netflix well watch cobra kai i'm, I'm recommending it okay social media so i don't know what's going on in the world clearly luke perry is fucking dead and you need to watch cobra kai there you go okay all right yeah okay all right all right. Also at Awesome up. Con. Now I'm like worried you guys are going to say something else and I'm going to be like, no. I'm not going to say that I don't know. I'm just going to pretend. <laughs> I'm going to keep time checking around. with you. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> All right. Other celebrities at Awesome Con Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Ranger, Anthony Michael Hall, uh, Star Trek's oh, oh. Brent Spiner. Do you, do you mean Kimberly? 
yeah. We all remember Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's the only one I do yeah. remember. And then she, she went to college with uh, Felicity. With Felicity, Felicity. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There that, you was go. The, that was the and show. She and was, she was uh, way hotter than Felicity there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And she did uh, that movie. It was called Sweetwater. It was really good. Uh, mm. Cole Sprouse and KJ uh, Appa from Riverdale will be in the house. That's uh, Archie and Jughead to you. Ooh, uh, um, Creed Bratton and Oscar Nunez from The Office Jughead, will be there. Uh, Daniel Panabaker from The Flash will be in the house. Um, Jason Isaacs from Star Trek uh, Discovery. Um, John Barrowman from Doctor Who and Arrow. Um, Kelly LeBrock uh, and Elon Mitchell Smith from Weird Science. They're so doing funny, I don't know who any of these people were except for Archie and Jughead. <laughs> John Bernthal, you know who he is, the Punisher himself. Will oh, be Punisher. Yeah. There's a guy that walking around Baltimore mm-hmm. that is literally his identical twin. Every time I see him, I get like a little excited because I'm like, oh my god, you want to see him kill people? Like, and then I'm like, he's gonna kill just no. yell it out when you see him. I'm like, it's that di- I'm like, it's the same dude. I swear to God, he looks well, exactly he is, like. He's the from DC. John Bernthal really? is from DC, but that I, I don't been think him. I don't think you saw. I w- him. It would be make me so happy if you like you were honestly seeing this guy. Dude, next time we're out, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll point him. Next time we're out, I swear to God, I'll point him out, and you <laughs> tell me he doesn't look exactly like no, that I'm guy. I'm just gonna go. I I'm just gonna go him. attack him uh-huh. and see what he see what he brings up. I almost jumped. See what he's got in his bag of tricks. Him. Probably not in the same way bag you were going to, but. Also from Marvel, Mike Coulter, who is Luke Cage, will be in the house. There's a handsome man. Um. WWE legend, Hall of Famer, Sting in the house. Pretty awesome for you wrestling fans. Uh, Tom Payne, who plays Jesus from The Walking Dead, will be there. Uh, Val who Kilmer. Who played Jesus. Who played Jesus in The Walking Dead. I was, I was all butthurt about that decision. Oh, that Just... was horrible. That was horrible. You can't... You, it's, it doesn't make sense. You can't have a ninjutsu master. maybe the best fighter on the show, mm-hmm. and some guy walks up and stabs him in the side. You're telling me that, the, like, mm-hmm. yeah, ninja mastered it. We're talking about a guy who personally fought Rick Grimes and Daryl at the same time and <laughs> right. almost took him. Right. And, the, and this bitch just went, wham. Oh, sorry, you die. He didn't wham. see coming. And he that is... See that shit. And that's awesome, Cotton. <laughs> nice segue, Al. Below the belt show. <laughs> Below the belt. All right. We welcome to Below the Belt show our first special guest of the evening. He's an incredible actor. You can see... On Amazon Prime's Bosch Season 5, actor Ben Milliken on the line. What's up, Ben? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Ben. Thanks for, thanks, thanks for calling in to Below the Belt Show. Of course, ma'am. Yeah. First of all, I know that my co-host Martin's a huge Bosch fan. I guess I'm a new Bosch fan because I wanted to check it out, but I skipped, I skipped ahead to Season 5 to watch it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I guess there's some missing pieces, but it is a procedural, so you can get some gist of the show. But I mean, it is good to watch it from the beginning because then you can, even though you know, it just so you can get where the characters have come from. This is going, true. So you can understand the whole arc of why they are where they are now. Yes. Yeah, I had a question for you but on that. If you're starting at season five, I mean. I guess you can always go backtrack. Well, of course, we had to see you, Ben, and of course, you did a fantastic job in the episodes that I did see. Yeah, so I had a question for you on that. So on a show like that where certainly they they have stories contained within the seasons, but Balsha also does a good job of sort of like bringing back in characters from earlier seasons. Did they give you any sort of inclination that like 
you know that you'd be contained in this particular season, or did they like hint that they may bring you back in the future? Is that something they let you know, or do you just have to wonder and hope? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I you cut out there for a, for a second. Like you sound really, really far away. All right, what about now? You good now? <laughs> sorry. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, you're good now. Okay. Yeah, so I was asking, Bosch, obviously, each season is self-contained, right? They have a story, but they do do a good job of, like, layering in characters and bringing them in from past seasons on occasion. I was wondering... They do, yeah. Do they let you know, like, going into the season that you may be uh, on hint for some time in the future, or is that something you just have to sort of wait and hope for? Um, have you seen the whole season? No, I'm like, I'm like six episodes in. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. So. No, no spoilers? But, uh, All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no spoilers there. So. Okay. Get to the end of the season, then. All right, then we'll, we'll call you back. Yeah. I'll, I'll call you in, like, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call back yeah. But I got to admit, this is what makes uh, Bosch a great show because of, it is a procedural. But because it's on Amazon Prime, I feel that the show can, like, cross those boundaries, push the envelope, if you will, with, Absolutely. With you know the language, the adult content, and um, it just makes for a little more it's, realistic show, you know. It's also seeing seeing LA in a completely different light as well. There you go. How you, so? You see this kind of kind of crazy underbelly of Los Angeles that that not many people see. You know, it's. Do you it's, think it's, it's more glamorous it's, in other shows? The the LA uh, the the way I they think it's LA? more glamorized in other shows, but I mean. But you're not going to go and watch a show and say, oh, they're in Pacoima right now. You know, it's, it's in Bosch, that's what, you know, they do. They take us to these areas of, of the city where um, you wouldn't normally see, you wouldn't normally go, you wouldn't normally, you know, experience. And they take the audience there. And I, I think they do a really, really good job of actually really immersing the audience in these environments. Yeah, I'd certainly have to agree with that. So tell us a little bit about how you um, got cast for the role as Carter, which uh, is pretty awesome. You have a, a multi-episode arc. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, it was your standard go-in audition and, uh, you know, got the call a week later. Nice. Yeah, it was it was super, super cool. I remember waiting for it because I'm, I'm like a third-generation Bosch fan. <laughs> my grandmother used to read Harry Bosch novels, and my mom would read Harry Bosch novels, still does. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, you know, when the show came out, my mom was just an avid, avid fan. And then I got into it, and then so know, you, after I got this, it was like, wow, this is this is amazing. So you were already a fan when you got cast. You've already seen all the episodes. Yeah, well, I hadn't seen all of them. I was, I was, I had a little bit of catching up to do. Um, but it was a. Oh, I don't know. My, my son is actually crying. Sorry, I have a three year old. Aww. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> That's quite all right. Yeah, daddy duty comes first. Yeah. 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 You got to do it, right? <laughs> oh. Buddy, you okay? I'm so sorry, guys. No worries. Tell him we Hi, said buddy. hey. What's your son's name? His name is Julian. What's oh, up, hey, Julian? Julian? You're on Hi, the buddy. air. <laughs> I have a three-year-old nephew, so, so I, I know what you mean. Say hello below the belt. Say hello below the belt. Come on. No? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Sorry, guys. Not into well, that. now that you mentioned your son, that, does he realize that dad's an actor? Does he kind of get that, you know, vibe he, yet he at does. that age? I mean, he, he's got his, like, uh, kind of sees on the TV, and he's like, look, dad's on TV. And oh. my dad has to go to work to do the TV. Or dad has to, you <laughs> That's know. adorable. So he's kind of, I mean, he's three and a half, so he kind of gets the gets the idea, but his kind of TV watching extent is, is you know, Fireman Sam and PJ Masks, huh. so he's not mm. quite watching the show. Do you, do you ever use it on him if he's not listening? Be like, listen, the, the guy on the TV really needs you to go to bed right now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I might take that into account, yeah. Right. <laughs> Detective Jensen needs you to clean your room right now. <laughs> yeah. So how did you like working with such a stellar cast? Titus Welliver and Jamie Hector, Lance Reddick. I mean, the, two of these guys are from The Wire, man. Be more. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. And great. I was a massive Wire fan. Beforehand, I had binge-watched The Wire. And, you know, so I knew Jamie's work, and I knew of course, Titus's works from everything he's done. Right. Because um, the guys, the guys like in everything, and and so what? What I what I noticed was how cool these guys were, as well as being so professional and so awesome to work with. Most of my storyline coincided with Titus's, so I saw him a lot, and. Um, right. He was just one of the most generous, welcoming, um, also while staying so so professionally, so dedicated to the show. It was I learned so much just by just by watching him and just by being around him. Jamie's a legend as well. Are we there any really good conversations? Oh, cool. Are there any particular moments yeah. th- that you would recall about that where you felt like again you said you really learned something or really good experiences you want to share? Um, there is a episode eight in particular, uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but, uh, episode six, I'm on episode see, six. <laughs> it was, it's, uh, it's a really, really good episode. And, and that's an episode where we kind of really have a big moment. And, um, you know, it, it was just, it was just working, working with him. We were on this one location for for two or three days you know so much work from the production team had gone into this and it was like you know and it, it just felt like we were we were all in this together and all in this like as a team doing everything we could you know michael Connolly came down there and it was just like every the whole thing it's just like a whole big family all working together to get the best product out there that they possibly can, and that really shows, I think. And that was one of the things that I really, really learned, was like, you know, this is all everybody working together. This is how it works. This is how everything should work. Everyone working together for a common cause as a team. And it, was just, it just flowed perfectly. Awesome. And, and do you think that was more unique, that was so more teamwork on this than other projects you've been a part of? I uh, beg your pardon? Sorry. So was there, was there more more teamwork on this than in other projects? There's something about that bunch, man. There, uh, it's probably one as far as cast, crew, everyone involved, it's probably 
one of the best shows I've ever worked on. Wow. There's something about there's there's something about those guys and it's just it's just you know, from the moment you arrive to the moment you leave, there's just there's a culture, you know, and and they really, really are a family. That's and awesome. it's there's no egos, there's no there's none of that. that that That's good to hear about no about egos. Have you it's, faced an ego on set ever? <laughs> I mean, I think everyone has been on set. <laughs> <laughs> and can you say who? <laughs> no way. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, mo- most of us are actors in studios, and I think we've all. Oh, we've all faced we've egos. All, we've we've all, all been, we know what you're talking been. about, brother. Yeah. We've been there. Been there. Yeah. yeah. Show up to a, you know, show up to a thing, especially when you're coming in later. You're coming into season five, so you're you're the new kid on the playground. Yeah, and that makes sense. To be treated to be treated like you're not, for one, and just to be welcomed into the fold for, you know, a couple months, and and as the season goes along, it's just it's really really heartwarming. It's really really good. And it just breeds creativity, that environment. Wow. Have you uh, worked with Ryan Hurst? I'm reading here that he will be appearing on episode, um, sorry, in season five as well. Ryan Hurst. Yeah, he's known for his work on The Walking Dead currently this season, but I know he's got... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I don't think we we coincide. Okay. Because I I thought it was kind of cool because uh, for Easter eggs, fans of The Walking Dead might know that Madison Lynch, who plays Bosch's daughter... Was Sophia yeah. in The Walking Dead, and now we have Ryan Hurst, who is Beta in The Walking Dead, uh, also uh, making an appearance in season five. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I um, actually, uh, I was never a Walking Dead fan. Okay. Um, yeah, I know, I know him as Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Yes, that's right, <laughs> Opie. That is Opie. Yes, but yes, Beta. Yeah, but. <laughs> That was one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was that a great show. show. Great character, too. My favorite character was Opie on that show. Okay, so oh, you actually like Opie oh better God. than Beta? I do. You, better than Beta? Yeah, Opie is the man. Okay. Opie's the man. See? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I had a question you know, for you. Jack's is, Jack's is the dude, but Opie's the man. Opie's the man, absolutely. My favorite character. Yeah. Hey, I had a question for you. I, was, I saw in your bio that uh, one of your big breaks was in an independent feature film, uh, Newcastle. Again, yeah. we got a lot of uh, actors in studio, and I know I personally struggled with uh, being the lead in an indie flick versus going more SAG. Can you talk to us about sort of when you decided to make that that transition in your career, or, or if it was a decision that was made for you? Um, well, that movie was uh, in Australia. Uh, it was the first job I ever got, um, and that's kind of what brought me over here because uh, it, it made its premiere at Tribeca. Mm-hmm. And um, so after that, I, you know, started getting into it. It just kind of wasn't really a decision. It just was more a natural, natural, natural thing, natural uh, or organically happened. Okay. So you never, yeah, you never had a point where you like you had to decide like I'm gonna go SAG now. I'm gonna give up on indie films. It just, it just sort of rolled for you. 
yeah, it just kind of rolled. Um, I was I was never really like, oh, I need to be in SAG or I don't need to be in SAG. What's this decision? It just kind of the work was heading that way mm-hmm. for me. Um, the second the, the first job I booked when I was out here, I was Taft Hartley, so it was you know made me eligible. And then the second job I booked was TV, and um, and I was SAG after, and I was like, okay, so. I got to join now. <laughs> so it it, it, it kind of happens, you know? And you kind of have to be union to take it to the next level, I feel. Yes, you do. And and plus it's, you know, it it has its, it really has its perks. It's there they make sure that, you know, you're not in danger and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. So, Ben, let's talk about a few other projects I'm reading here in your bio from your awesome yeah. publicist, Noheli, uh, at Platform PR. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice slug. You actually, very cool, you actually uh, directed your own film, your own feature film, Lake Alice, which starred Bra- Brando Eaton, and it actually screened at Sundance. How cool is that? That's so cool. I was uh, at we Sundance, kinda, well, actually. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, we kind of had a little bit of a technical difficulty, and our screening wasn't able to actually go forward. But we were there. Oh, that's no! the worst. Yeah, it was. Who did that, you that, have that, killed? I beg your pardon. Who did you have killed for that? I would be furious. Oh my, oh my god! It was. It was just so. It was the whole thing was just right down to the wire. Oh my god! And as we got there, it was trying to get this thing done because it was last minute that we were able to go and screen it there, and then. It was sitting in post, filming, as, and, you know, from a low-budget independent filmmaker's perspective, it, you're really pulling in favors from right. everybody right. you possibly can to just get anything done. Right, oh. and it's a dream then, come true so, to have that happen. I beg your pardon? And it's a dream come true to have that happen, to make, like, a small-budget film and have it be, you know, invited to, to Sundance. Ah! Yeah, yeah, well, I mean... But, you know, we, we did end up uh, getting distribution for it. It's actually on Amazon. There you um, go. So you can see it still. And, and that essentially, at least getting out there, at least people are able to watch it. And, you know, it, it, you're able to. Right on. Can we yeah, talk yeah. about this other project called Mighty Oak? Uh, you'll be appearing opposite uh, Janelle Paris and Carlos Penavega. Raven Simone's in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, I shot that earlier um, earlier this year, and that was really really fun movie to shoot. Had an absolute blast on that one. It what is the a, premise? About a uh, about a, a story about a band. Oh, cool! And um, I play I play the Eng- English drummer, um, <laughs> and it's like uh, it's it's actually my first time kind of being the comic relief in a movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> so it was it was so much fun to step out of my box and be a little bit out of my comfort zone and, and just really kind of explore that and have just play and have a whole bunch of fun alongside some super talented actors and just make a really cool movie. Did they did they give you a lot of freeway for uh, improv with the comedic role or did you have to they sort of really stick to did. Right. They really oh, did. nice. They, some, sometimes, sometimes they're just like, okay, Ben, go. <laughs> just do your thing. Go for it. See what happens. Nice. And then, you know, so I was I was able to kind of just go for it and, 
let it fly for a bit. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> did you play drums prior to landing the role? Or did you have to learn I drums? I had dabbled. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I, had, I had, you know, I play guitar and I, and I sing as well. Um, ah, so there you I go. Dabbled, yeah, I had dabbled in drums like in high school. And, you know, I wanted to be in a punk rock band when I was in high school and stuff like that. And so I had done a little bit. Awesome. And you actually have a Netflix um, project uh, called Sonora coming out yeah, this summer. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix movie coming out uh, later this year called Sonora. How cool. Uh, this, is, this is a super cool film, actually. Um, it was produced by uh, Bertha Navarro. She, she produced Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, directed by Alejandro Springall. He, um, he produced... Um, of films for Del Toro as well, and um, it's 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 set in Mexico, 1941, on the border of uh, in Sonora, which is on the border of Arizona and and Mexico. Yes. At a time at a really 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 beautiful place, un- by the way. I've oh, been crazy. Yeah. We, I mean, we spent six six weeks shooting in the desert, and that desert is unlike anything I've ever seen. It's about it's about a, about a group of travelers trying to get across this desert um, in order to get to a refuge state, Baja, California, because it's a really like unstable time politically at that time. And uh, it's based on a novel, but it's a real survival story. Um, and it's just all about, you know, humanity loss, survival at its, at its core. And it's, it's, wow. I'm actually really excited for this one to come out. Really excited. Cool. What's the release date this summer that's coming out? I don't have an exact date on the release date, but I think it's towards the end of summer, so maybe maybe around August. I All know right. it's getting released theatri- theatrically in Mexico oh, good. Um, around August, and then it's going to be Netflix here. Yeah. Um, but they're uh, doing a big rollout in Mexico. That's it, good to hear that they have a theatrical release because yeah. it was just recently reported that the Academy approved uh, streaming movies to be eligible for the Oscars as long as they have a limited theater release. Because I know Steven Spielberg. I heard Yeah, that. Steven Spielberg. Yep, it's official. Yeah, Spielberg was trying to get uh, movies like Roma to be not eligible. And I guess Sonora would fall into that category because it's in the streaming platform on Netflix as well. Um, it, abs- it absolutely would. I mean, and this is one of those movies that's like, you know, it's a it's a period piece, but it is relevant now. It's it's definitely relevant. Right with on. Everything that's going on right now. And I would I would imagine you agree that streaming movies should be eligible for Oscar contention. Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I think any I think any movie should be eligible if it's good. Yeah, you because know, I, don't, I, I, I think that you know you can't you can't limit the the talent of some of these filmmakers to just the just the theatrical releases. I mean, it's like there are so many good, talented, creative people mm-hmm. out there, and they should all be given an equal opportunity to have their stuff seen and be rewarded. For yep. It. Absolutely. Like, uh, I got my start in theater, and I saw in your bio, you're a theater guy. That's like saying that uh, theater depends on venue, 
right? That that you can't judge an actor who's in too small of a stage or like that's that's not on Broadway. Like uh, the quality exactly. of a performance, yeah, a quality performance can't be based on where it's viewed. That that seems inane to me. Exactly, and the if if anything, it's better because more people get to see high quality product. So, you know, it's 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 better. Certainly so. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Yeah. Take I that, agree, Spielberg. Yes. We are all in agreement. Right we all agree. Yes. Damn. The way Bosch should be uh, not overlooked at the right. next Emmys Indeed. as well. Indeed. He's <laughs> in well, small exactly. theater theatrical yes. release. Exactly. There yes. we go. Well, Ben, thank you Amazon's so much. Show. Yes, thank you. Amazon's longest running show just greenlit for its sixth season, right? They got green. They were greenlit. It was greenlit uh, before. For the um, fifth season, premiere finished shooting. Oh wow! Okay, they wow. They yeah. really love some Bosch, so that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, Ben, thank you so much, and uh, congrats on uh, the role as Carter in season five of Bosch. And uh, if you could throw thank out your you social, throw out your me. social media for uh, the fans, uh, and of course us. <laughs> oh, uh, my social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh. uh at Ben on Instagram. Nice. We were looking earlier. Oh, you were looking, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah. We have some ladies oh, in the studio they're, that were trying little, to track you down, trying little, to help you out, soldier. <laughs> they're holding back during the interview. Uh, ben, if you could, before we let you go, uh, do a, a quick promo. Uh, let us know who you are from Bosch, and let us know you're on Below yep. the Belt show and whatever you want at the end. And um, and whatever was uh, what, what or whatever you want at the end. Um, so you can say. I'm Ben Milligan from uh, season five of Amazon Prime's Bosch, and then let us know you're on Below the Belt show, and then throw out whatever at the end. Okay. Uh, I am Ben Milligan. You can catch me in season five of Amazon Prime's Bosch as Carter. I'm on the Below the Belt show, and I'm really, really happy to be here. Beautiful. Bang. Yeah, well awesome. done. Well done indeed. Ben, thanks for calling in. Thank you, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Bye-bye. What a cool interview. It, am I correct? And that is the first time we've had a child interrupt the interview? Is, is that, <laughs> that a blow the belt cute. first? No, I think we've had a few. Oh, really? I think yeah, we've had that was adorable. That was the first but time a kid really, interrupted. I mean, yeah. Super I've cute. Never had that Worked for you, didn't it? It doesn't happen too often, but it, it yeah, has Yeah, you happened. liked it. I thought that he was like genuine and a real person. Right. Don't look at me like that, Mark. Yeah, I saw you pressed all the mom buttons. She's all smiling. Oh, he's buttons. such a good dad, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So oh, I so thought wonderful. it would be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> For a classic cut break. Oh, um, so what are I, we, so what are I we hearing today? Be, well, because we heard the amazing Florence and the Machine, uh, the uh, closing credits of, of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I didn't really find that particular song. However, I wanted to pick a song that I thought was rad. And I guess it's rad. more of a cool cut than a classic cut. But um, it's a song called Spectrum by Florence and the Machine. But this is the oh, Calvin yeah. Harris remix of Spectrum. Okay. And we'll be back here on BTB. When we first came here, we were cold and we were clear. With no color, no skin, we were light and bursting. 
Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and belowthebeltshow.com. That's right. That was Florence and the Machine. Calvin Harris remix of Spectrum. What a heck of a song. I liked it a lot. Right? All right, guys. So let's get into everything going in the world of movies. So um, I am so glad I picked up, thank you, SAG-AFTRA, my advanced Mm. tickets to Avengers Endgame. So I'll be checking out tomorrow. You got to see this movie as soon as possible because spoilers are going to be all over freaking social media. So I'm so glad. There's two things, Game of Thrones and Avengers movies. There's two things you have to watch right away because people will fucking be assholes and spoil. I mean, just look at that. People were really good about Game of Thrones. No, I saw something. I couldn't believe I saw Arya. Like, like, I already saw the episode. However, people that didn't see it, like, oh, wait, what happened to Arya? I haven't been on social media. You know? (laughs) We know. So so I I didn't see anything. And most of the people that I talked to, because I actually only saw the first and second episode yesterday. Um, so I, most of the people I talked to, I was like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell me. And most so you're actually like, just catching up to the series. Yeah. Oh, you I saw, saw both. Of, yeah. Yesterday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So. so, um, yeah. So the, the big red carpet premiere, the big Hollywood premiere of the Avengers was Monday evening held at the LA convention center. Brie Larson, Bradley Cooper, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., Leanne Hemsworth, even Miley Cyrus was there, Chris Pratt. Of and course Kath- she got to be there for her boo. Yeah. <laughs> or her boo. boo's brother. Her boo's brother. Yeah, boo's brother. Uh, I like Boo's brother. I like all the. I like all <laughs> Boo and his brother. He's Thor. And fucking A. <laughs> Thor with the hammer. And the Francos, too. Uh, that whole family. Dude, the Francos are not in the same conversation no. as the Hemsworth. Yeah. That is not even. And, they, and the Francos were not, not even. They weren't no. at the premiere. Guys, I just, the so. last name They're is delicious. great. Yeah. He's Thor. He's fucking Thor. Uh, like, that's yeah, like no, yeah. my favorite. Yeah, Franco I was not is like comparing. eight levels I was below just saying, Thor. Show me the hammer. I'm talking about fucking sexy family. Drop the hammer. That's all. Anyway, continue. Families, we all know Thor is a delicious. The only one I would compare him to would be like Jason Momoa, Mm, but Jason Momoa obviously wins that conversation. But I like a blonde (laughs) Nordic god. God. (laughs) Thor's got the accent. I gotta say, I actually don't know. I mean, I'd love to rub them both down in oil and see how it turns out. You're out of control, Savvy. Big ass hammer. I am. This is below the belt. Also on the red carpet was Star Lord himself, Chris Pratt, and. Yeah, nobody cares about that. His girlfriend, I I think fiance now, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's a weird thing. That's Mm. a. What is a weird thing? He was married it's to pretty what's fast. Her Anna Faris. It's pretty yeah. fast. And then all of a sudden, he's I engaged mean, to Catherine Swift. And Chris Pratt seemed like such a nice guy. They're like, all assholes. Because from the park, from Parks and Rec, he was fat and chunky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that show. I'm like, um, I'm like watching. I went that. to the uh, reunion in I Los know, Angeles. I was very jealous. Hanging out I with went Aubrey Plaza. Galentine's. It Are we gonna talk about my girl? It. It does seem We're going to get, well, oh, she's let's, not doing let, let's continue on oh, okay. Avengers cool. talk really quick. What? So I avoided any reviews because I definitely did not want to be spoiled because I am seeing it tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. But um, 
overall, the the reviews have been positive, and yeah, people it's... say it's satisfying. Of course, because Marvel crushes it. But because I know that w- there will be deaths in the movie, because oh really, certain actors. What will... led you to this? Dis- <laughs> what led you to this conclusion? Well, it, it's skin because been... half of them died in the last movie. Well, there no, there there surprise. There were actors that did not um, re up their contracts. contracts. Yeah, so. I get you. So. You know, which I think is a terrible decision, but whatever. Which we'll have to L- wait listen, and see Marvel, what happens. Yeah, if you want somebody to not walk away from an iconic role, call Martin Lopez. I will Captain America the <laughs> fuck out of it for the next twenty Holler. years. I swear to God. Who walks away from that, man? Like, I know. Right? I, I don't feel like being one of the greatest and heroes I'd be of all so time cute anymore. And in one of those little superhero yeah, outfits, what? I would know. I do it every year. Right. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I need to get Call us, Marvel. You got people in studio. Yep. I need to get some new costumes. I am so ready for my cape, Marvel. Just, you know, get at yeah. me. Not that I don't... I mean, a cape that you provide that has, like, you know, leather and stuff. <laughs> they had I, a purple... I already have capes. Leather. They had a purple yeah. carpet for the premiere, which looked pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Did, um, did they tell us why? Instead of a red carpet, I think this uh, Thanos, the color of Thanos. Ooh. Thanos. Uh, to walk all over Thanos' yes, face. Yes, yes. I thought that was That's very... Neat. Take yeah. that, Thanos. That yeah. is neat. That makes it, that makes it cooler. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it cooler. It does. Um, you only laugh because you know I'm right. So Avengers uh, already broke records in China, so China got the movie first. Those bastards. Of course they did. $100 million on its opening day. How um, did that happen? How did they get it first? They, they always tend to get it first, man. Dude, two they be days, hacking shit. Two days ahead of the yeah, U.S. They'll steal it anyway. So it, it came, <laughs> <laughs> they release it over there. They'll steal it anyway. So it's probably uh, beyond $100 million, but yes, it, it, came, out, it came out today um, <laughs> in China. Um, but expect record-breaking box office for I'm sure, the Avengers. Yeah. So... Um, uh, I'm really mad that I'm not going with you tomorrow because I may have even dressed up for that. Well. Well. Latida. Mm-hmm. Well, we have other opportunities. As you know, the gift always keeps giving. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And maybe the grayscale gray will be a little under mm, control. That's why there are costumes like Deadpool and Spider-Man. I can have my entire body covered. No one will <laughs> even know what's going on. Or you don't have here. to cover it and you got Deadpool to rights, right? You just or look you like it. You are perfectly set up to cross Deadpool right now. You can borrow my You look my exactly Darth like Vader that motherfucker. Also Thank you mask. so much. People are going to be like, how did she do that? That looks just like Deadpool skin. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I don't feel self-conscious about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Other movies <laughs> include Godzilla, King of Monsters. Trailer just dropped for that. Um, looked pretty yes, cool. The 19th Godzilla movie. That's great. Well, yeah, this was kind of cool because it has, I think, King Kong and Godzilla both, right? I didn't see King Kong in there. There's a bunch of monsters. Is it, there's a bunch of it's monsters. It's got Mothra. It's got okay. It's got a bunch Mothra, of Baphomet. It's got Rodan, a bunch of Rodan, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, so the big okay. names are, but like King Kong would be its whole other shit, man. That'd be we I mean, would have definitely seen. That. Okay. So there's no. You don't slide King Kong in the back door. <laughs> right, that would have been front and center. Slide him in the back door. Yeah, I was waiting for you to hop on that. Thank you, baby. Do you like yeah. King when no. King Kong go, goes when in your back door? Slides in the back door when King Kong slides in the back door. No, I don't. Like him. <laughs> okay. All night. All the insinuations you made were wrong on so many levels. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Miss Filthy Mind. Right. Um, uh, I'm sorry. What is King Kong? A giant animal? 
<laughs> this is not Mexico, okay? <laughs> King of apes. <laughs> so Tywin <laughs> Lannister, Charles Dance is in the Scottish right? movie. I saw that in the trailer. Yes. This is birthday. I was like, it's Tywin Lannister. Charles Dance. The hand of the king. Yeah. Vera, Shit's gold. Yeah, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Oh. Z Zhang. Um, O'Shea Jackson, Ice Cube's son. Ken Awantanabe, uh, and many others in that awesome trailer. Another great trailer to check out is Gemini Man, Will Smith's next movie, which is all about him having a doppelganger, which the title that. is Gemini Man, which makes sense. Uh, it's a futuristic sci-fi drama. Um, so scored. now it's Will Smith playing Will Smith as twins? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay. we'll all go see it because we really like Will but, Smith. But he plays he a always fif- plays the same character. He plays yes, his fifty-year-old self. <laughs> How, however, he does play a twenty-three-year-old version of himself as well. And he can do that. He's in shape. So, but they do the de. My boy works out. They do the de-aging technology they did with Sam Jackson. So he'll play himself and a younger version of himself. And, and him from the 90s? So he'll with play himself, hair. a young, yes. an older version of himself. No, this is a story a younger all version about of how my youngest well, self showed up And uh, <laughs> a twin of himself. Yeah. Well, I think all it's of that. Just well, I, think, I think he's gotten all of new it. heights. Yeah. Of, uh, all right, all right, all right. Will, Will. Smith playing Will Smith if I was there, as a young Will Smith. Too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Can you not hear the South Park episode? Mentored in your head? by William Smith Sr. That's literally all I hear right now. Now, uh, introducing Will Smith playing old Will Smith, with, playing young Will Smith. Voice over by and Will playing Smith. Playing himself as a twin. Stunts by Will Smith. <laughs> a new Hobbs and Shaw trailer just dropped as well, as you see. That looks fun. That looks really fun. That the Rock fun. and uh, WWE superstar Roman Reigns make his acting debut in playing Rock's cousin. Which, in actuality, he is Rock's cousin, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I hope they just leave the cars out of this one. Like, we the all Hobbit like show, yeah. we all like the Fast and the Furious, but like, you don't right. have to do shit with cars. Like, what do you want to do, rob a bank? We're going to do it with cars. What are you going to yeah. do? I agree. Yeah. What, what, what are you going to do? Like, launch a space shuttle. Let's launch it with cars this time. Like, you don't need cars <laughs> for this shit. None <laughs> of this shit's for cars. We We're fighting it. terrorists with cars. Like, gotta, what the fuck are you doing? We make guns, it, bitches. We're going to make it a little different. I agree, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, they could do four wheelers yeah. or motorcycles. I mean, I even you know? like I even yeah. like cars, but it's just not practical. You could even do it with fighter jets. Let's plant <laughs> these crops with cars. <laughs> um, in production is Stephen King's vampire novels, um, which is going to have a big screen adaptation called Salem's Lot. James Wan will be handling this one, as you know, he did a great job with. Aquaman and the the Conjuring uh, movies and Sabrina, please. The Conjuring ones are good. Uh, I'm oh itchy. my god! Wow. What do you want? How about how about the sleeve down and itch over it? Oh my god. <laughs> Get over it, you baby! It's a radio show. Ow, I'm literally gonna shit. take off my shirt and rub myself all yeah, over. Yeah, baby, you. you do what you want. Nobody can see anything. I know, you I know what you're getting for Christmas. It's gonna be oh my a plastic goodness. bag of my Sabrina skin scales. Sabrina is taking off her shirt it's in studio. Oh my <laughs> skin crawl. <laughs> you sack up and Poor, do it. What do you think it. I feel? I'm itchy. Yeah. yeah. She's dying of grayscale. You be nice. Oh my. Oh, you're okay. dying. Okay. You're not dying of grayscale. If you're dying, then I take Sabrina's it. Sabrina's dying of grayscale. If you're dying, I take it back. But if you're just sitting there suffering, well, <laughs> fuck you. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Nothing but love. Nothing. I love. But yes, uh, yes, Kim, uh, Stephen King, as you know, with the success of Pet Cemetery, although it got lackluster reviews, they're taking another shot at another Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, I thought that was project. a weird remake. I just thought it was a what? really weird Pet yeah. Cemetery. 
It seems uh, like a I random grab like from the 80s. I feel you don't need 80s. to remake that one. The right. first and second are still pretty terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's why I thought it was just a weird thing to do. Well, I think Stephen King, I think it's a new wave of movies because, as you know, It was a big success and they have the sequel coming. I and guess you know that what? makes they sense. Have to do, they have to make mm-hmm. all of the movies over again. Right. Just well, like all the Disney movies. Right. So because, Salem's Lot, why wouldn't well, you? What yeah. will we do if we have to come up well, with a new idea? But this is good about Salem's Lot. It was God never a movie. Damn right. It was never a movie. It was... A 1979 miniseries, but it was never a big screen adaptation. Oh, okay, right. so it's new then. Well, it'll be new it for the big screen. Big screen adaptation. Yeah. Here's an idea. Why don't we think of an idea like a new one? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Why don't you write it? Sabrina? You shut your mouth. Maybe I will. You <laughs> <write>. <laughs> the only the only guy doing new movies is Jordan fucking Peele. That's the only. But guy I know doing you love the shit. vampire lore, and this is all about vampires. I, like I don't. It's not Salem's about lot. the vampire. I like know, vampire. but that's what Salem. Actually, about. zombies are my favorite horror genre. Okay. Cute. I just love Buffy the Vampire Slayer because it wasn't about vampires. It was about their lives and how they were and affected <laughs> by her being the vampire. And That's what it was it's about. That's all about dating. Character uh, evolution and great <laughs> writing. Ben Affleck will star and direct in Universal oh. Pictures' Ghost Army. Um, this is based on the Ghost Army of World War II novel. Ghost, is, that, is this Nazi zombie shit? Ghost is that what's Army. going on? Um, so the book follows a group of young GIs. Sounds like Nazi zombie shit. Um, yeah. Who conduct like a... a secret mission? Their yeah. job was to create a traveling road of deception, mm. armed with inflatable tanks and sound effects. And so. then they found the Nazi zombies. Yeah, but more back to movies in a bit. All right, guys, we're gonna switch gears for a second to bring on <laughs> our next special guest of the evening. And wow, what a powerful film. Um, documentary film that I just saw called American Relapse. Um, and this is an award-winning film that inspired Viceline's hit series, Dope Sick Nation. And we actually have on the line the director of American Relapse, Pat McGee, and one of the subjects of the documentary, Ali Severino, on the line. Hi. Hello, Allie. Hi. It's a pleasure to have you. Hello, guys. Pat. Um, Thank you. Wow. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. Can you hear us okay? I can hear you great. Yeah, okay. I can hear you. Awesome. awesome. Well, first of all, uh, we, we're glad that you uh, called in the Below the Belt Show. And this is a, a, something very different, but obviously something very important to talk about because the opioid uh, epidemic is... Wow. It's outrageous. It's It's outrageous. It's out of control. A lot of people, I think, don't know how out of control it is. But it really is like... This this film, your film, was very well overdue. And I'm glad it finally came out and it's available um, on um, all media platforms right now, isn't it, Pat? Yeah, we're we're available on Amazon, iTunes, all uh, all streaming services. And it's it's great. It's on demand. It's just, you know, we have such an honor of... You know, this this whole film was possible because of Allie and Frankie, and just you know, for them to have the courage to kind of step up and let us into their world. Right. Um, people don't get to really see what's going on, and you know, they they had the courage to kind of let filmmakers like Adam and myself into their world, and um, that's uh, takes a lot of strength to do that. And I I have to imagine it was very difficult to kind of get people to sign release forms to get this, you know, on film um, for the you know, 
for the documentary, I imagine, right? Because you kind of have to uh, get permission and have people sign for release me forms. Well, for for most of the people that important. appeared in the film, right? I think I was surprised too. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think people want, and, and more importantly, it's like, I think, you know, even they knew they were struggling and they thought if they could share their story, that that they could help someone else. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and made their struggle worth it for them. Yeah. Um, and I have to admit, uh, watching the end credits of the, the film, uh, made me a little sad because obviously some of the people that you featured, in the documentary film are no longer with us. And uh, um, it just uh, just goes to show you how serious this epidemic is. Yeah. I mean, I think it's supposed to make you sad because it's supposed to be real yeah. and realistic. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things out there that aren't realistic, you know, that give, there, there is hope, but it's really important to get help and seek treatment and try and, you know, uplift one another and get education because, you really never know, no matter how um, strong someone seems or how much of a warrior someone is, they can always lose their battle. Yeah, and I think it's also a lot, it's really important for people to share their stories because so much people want to hide, like, the fact that they've had these struggles because of the stigma, the social stigma behind, like, drug use and addiction, and, um, it's an epidemic. It's not just happening to a certain age group. It's not just happening to these people in this city and then in that town. Like, it's happening all over the country. And it's killing people at a rate faster than HIV and AIDS did when those first broke out oh, okay. as epidemics. Um, and so it's, I think it's important for people to share their stories because mm-hmm. there are so many people who are afraid to talk about it. And that's part of the reason why it's as bad as it is. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I just really, really I commend you for your work. And it's on been this cool film. getting reached out to by so many people because they feel like they, you know, like they can talk to someone or tell somebody like their story. And mm. it's their story yeah. matters because people, other people are experiencing it and it helps to know that you're not alone. Yeah. And it's. I think it's it's just a meeting place um, for people when they have a film like this and a TV series like Dope Sick Nation because it it starts a conversation, it lets people talk, and it creates a movement. And I think what Allie and Frankie um, and Mama Duke have done, you know, they they've really kind of taken it on their shoulders and say, said, you know, let's let's step out of the shadows and let's really have an honest conversation, and that's huge. And you know, this can be impactful because of that. So let's talk about how the film um, eventually de- um, became um, a show on, on Viceland. Um, so how did that come about, Pat? Well, actually, you know, the, the, the whole thing started with Jamie and Ian Mannheimer. And Jamie went to high school with, uh, with Allie and knew about her story and approached me. And they were two executive producers on the, uh, the film and the series. And they said, hey, what do you think about this? And I went and met Allie and fell in love with her. Um, just, you know, she's a badass. She's a, you know, she's a brilliant person. <laughs> saving people. And we knew something was there. We, uh, we shot the documentary film first. And we were all independent 
And based on that, there's some feedback going on. Here. Um, based on that, we cut a trailer and then we showed that to to Vice. So um, while we were still editing the film, Vice had picked us up for ten one hours, and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It, there's not a lot of places for a series uh, like Dope Sick Nation and to to really kind of get an audience. And you know, if anyone has the time or you know, the wherewithal to, to, you know, reach out to Vice, you know, in Viceland, let them know how important our show is. You know, we're in the process of trying to get picked up for a second season. And Yes, I wanted to know about uh, we'll that. Definitely, uh, we'll definitely yeah. reach out. Yeah, we were uh, curious about this, uh, the second season and wondering, would you go to other areas of the country? I know you focused on uh, South Florida for the first uh, um, series and the, the film. Absolutely, and I, I think you know that's you know it's you know the whole country's in play, but really you know this is through Allie's eyes and Frankie's eyes, and so we kind of go where they take us. So, but we think that you know Allie, you know she speaks all over the country as does Frankie, and I think you know their outreach isn't just limited to Florida; it's it's uh, it's all across this country, um, and it's you know you, you're starting to see Florida really take some strides to improve. Uh, some of his conditions, but um, at the end of the day, you know, we're following Frankie and Alex, and uh, we're 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 in their world. No. Now, I I I just want to talk about how, like, first of all, the fact that Ali and Frankie have overcome um, addiction is amazing. Um, when you guys focused on people that refuse to get help, uh, I know uh, one of the subjects that you focused on. Why do you think that is? Why do you think a lot of people refuse to get the help when they know this eventually may kill them? I think... Oh, well, I don't think that they're... They just are not ready. It's... You know... And I, say, I think I say that in the film, like, the public thinks, like, God, you're... Like, why wouldn't you just stop? But I don't, it's not that easy. That's your best friend. That's your first love. That is your everything. That is right. your life. And especially when there's deep-rooted uh, trauma and mental health issues, like, it's not that easy to be like, you know what, yeah, I'm done. Like, let's, you know, get cleaned up and be a normal person now. Because the abnormal becomes normal. And you start living this life that to you becomes totally normal. Drinking becomes normal. All this stuff becomes a way of your daily living. Right. And there's no immediate reason to seek help until that immediate reason happens, whether that's some traumatizing event jail or something that makes you really reflect and think like, oh, I should maybe try to change something. Right. I also think um, uh, there it's an addiction and I think there's a lot of uh, um, the idea that you can control what you're doing with a lot of people. Right. Um, and they don't yeah. realize that it's like, people are like, well, why can't you just stop? Well, it's an addiction. It's something that physically affects you. It's something that mentally affects you. It's some, It's not um, It's not who you are, but it is a big part of, it becomes a big part of your life. And it will stay, like yeah, addiction will stay with you forever. So I think true. that's a yeah, big... it takes hold of you and it literally controls your brain and all the decisions that you make and the things that you say and the person that you are essentially gets lost in it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a really good example is you see someone, you know, for example, like Frankie, you know, Frankie's a beautiful person. He's got he's got such mm-hmm. a amazing soul. This mm-hmm. guy would do anything for anyone. I mean, he right. understands what it is to be an addict. 
But at the same time, you know, you see him in the film, you see him lie to his mom. You see him do things that, you know, wouldn't necessarily pertain to like, a good person. But that's, that's, you know, that's the disease manifesting itself into action. And I, I think that's a, a really good example because I don't think, you know, Frankie's a bad person. But the disease is making him make bad choices. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and wow, the fact that he has his mom in his life that's become an addiction counselor is, you know, I mean, I think that's, yeah. well, good for him so he doesn't it's, relapse it's again. Cool. But to have his mom on his watch, you know, <laughs> to keep in, keeping tabs on him mm-hmm. is a good thing, you know. Right? <laughs> do you, Allie, do you have someone that's, that keeps on your tabs, like, like uh, Frankie's mom? Uh, no, not like Frankie's mom. Um, you know, I have who keeps dad, tabs on you to make sure that you do not go back yeah, to, was, to the dark side? Like, left, yeah, no, I was like left on my own more to figure it out. And I think that's what helped me the most. Um, you know, my dad went through his own stuff, which educated him on what worked best for him to get out of it. And it was really just being cut off. And that's where I was even years into my sobriety. I didn't really have like, um, you know, I was on well, I was on probation for six years, which I I think helped a lot. I see. But uh, yeah, no, I don't really have someone that's like Lisa. But it's good that Lisa got really educated and really understands um, because it's a fine line between enabling and helping, and we ride that line often, especially in our line of work. Um, and it's it's very hard, especially when you have that compassion and understanding of addiction. You want to help even when it's not beneficial for the addict. To continue your health, right? So, yeah. 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 Sabrina, do you want to share? Sabrina, you want to share with uh, you know, something that actually affected you personally? Uh, my um, I this is just a subject that's really close to my heart. My best friend died last year of a fentanyl overdose. Um, so I'm kind of working on a project right now that centers around the opioid epidemic, which is why I'm like kind of like very passionate back here on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and it's still very, very like it's weird and it's hard. And I think about him all the time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's... Um, okay. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm, I myself had. had knew two people close to me that had lost uh, their lives to addiction. And one was someone that tried it for the first time. Wow. That shot heroin for the first time, I believe. Yeah. A first-time user. Well, hopefully things like yes. this, this movie and these shows, you know, right. will give people the information and the, you know, knowledge to... To know that a, if you are someone struggling, like you, like she said, you aren't alone, mm-hmm. and then other people, like these are the dangers. This is real life. Right. Like this is serious things that need to be addressed. You know. Absolutely. Wow. A very powerful film. Is. Very powerful documentary film, Pat. Uh, hats off to you for for putting this uh, film together, which I think a lot of audiences need to see both. Those with addiction, mm-hmm. those that don't have addiction, but maybe know somebody that right. might may need help, you know. And also people who don't have an addiction or know somebody at all, it's so maybe important. they can open yeah. up an eye and be less judgmental right. of the struggles the that people are. Right. Yeah. Very, very, very nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Allie and so Pat. It's, 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 
traveled across the country, and I swear, it's so interesting because we've been to maybe 13 film festivals, and all these places, it's a different group of people. And right. the one thing is you have people that are suffering from addiction that have a friend or family member, or other people that have no, no one in their lives, which is a very small amount. But the one thing is everybody takes from this film is that, you know, this is a slice of humanity, and there's a, there's a moral bankruptcy going on in this, mm-hmm. in this country about the way we treat addicts and the, the way we treat people suffering. And when you get that, those people together in a room and they watch this, it really makes a difference. And, you know, I can't say enough about, you know, Frankie and Allie and all the people that worked on this film because, you know, it, it, takes, it takes a lot to put something like this together. And um, I'm just really, really grateful when people come out and take the time to watch this because it can make a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, you can catch American Relapse on all the online, online plat- platforms on Amazon. And, of course, uh, you mentioned iTunes as well. Amazon, iTunes, what else, Allie? You can get it on YouTube, on demand. YouTube Premium um, and on demand. You can get a DVD of it. Pretty cool. <laughs> right on. You can go to Allie Severino's Instagram. Oh, Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> now you yeah. mentioned. So you mentioned a possible season two for Dope Sick Nation. Would be would this be the next iteration um, that we'll see, or or perhaps another documentary film down the road? Well, we're, we're, it's all in, it's on Vice's court in terms of if they're going to pick us up for season two. Um, so okay. any any support we get from them would be great. If not, you know what, the story continues, and we'll go out and do a, another feature doc. You know, oh, okay. Allie and and Frankie, because we we feel like this story needs to continue. To all right. On a bigger scale, so um, you know that's that's where we're at. All and, right. Um, and we, we, Really thankful for people like you guys taking the time. To Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'd love to just get in contact with you guys later, also to maybe rally some more support for yeah. a second season. Do you have for, social media, uh, Pat or Allie, that uh, people can reach out to? Yeah, mine is my Instagram is at Allie Severino underscore A L L I E S E V E R I N O. Same thing on Twitter, Allie Severino, and Facebook, Allie Severino, and then we have our American Relapse. Um, Instagram page and our Dope Sick Nation Instagram page, uh, which has updates regularly on both of them. So definitely reach out. And if we can help you in any way with your project, I would love to learn more about you. Yeah, I would definitely love to talk to you guys. Yeah, Yeah, I would definitely love to talk to you guys about what I'm trying to do with my project. It's very avant-garde. And just connect you also with uh, some of the organizations I'm working with. There you awesome. go. Totally. Don't awesome. want to work together and stuff like this. Yeah. You know? That would be awesome. Pat and Allie, thanks so much for talking to us here on Below the Belt Show. Um, if you could cut a promo for us, let us know who you are um, throughout your project, uh, America Relapse or Dope Sick Nation, and let us know that you're on Below the Belt Show. Awesome. You got it. Go ahead. Okay, thank you, guys. I think they misunderstood that we were trying to get them to cut a promo, but that's okay. Oh, right. you want to be a promo, right? Yeah, promo. You, you could say, hey, I'm Pat McGee, and I'm Allie, and we're from um, American Relapse, and you're on Below the Belt Show. Okay. That's all I was trying uh, to get I'm at. Pat yeah, McGee. sorry about that. All right, ready? One, two. I'm Pat McGee. Pat used to give it, telling me what to do. Uh, well, let's I start. Know, from, okay, Allie, uh, uh, I'm going to start, start from, and then you fall. Let's I'm start Pat from, McGee. Okay. 
Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm Pat McGee, the director, co-director of American Relapse, and and I'm Allie, and we're on the Below the Belt show. And we love it. (laughs) That was great. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. We love you guys. Thank Thank you so much, Pat and Allie. Have a good night. Bye bye. See you guys. Bye bye. Pat McGee and Ali Severino from American Relapse and Dope Sick Nation, guys. All right. Wow. What a powerful, powerful um, uh, film. And uh, it was good to have the filmmaker and the subject call into Below the Belt Show and talk about it. All right. Let's throw out a couple more movie things going on. Marissa Tomei. We love her as Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies. I love her as everything. Uh, but she's got a new project, uh, a film by Judd Apatow, uh, also starring Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live. Hmm. Um, Judd is going to direct the feature. Um, and um, actually, um, details on the plot are being kept under lock and key. It's a coming-of-age comedy set in Staten Island, which will use elements from the life of uh, Pete Davidson, the stand-up comedian, so it's almost like seems like a biopic of Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's he's sort of been like yeah. creating his own little story lately. He right? has. Like he's, he's been pretty vocal about the whole depression thing. Yeah. And then like he's snuck into like a lot of movies as like bit characters, right? You know, he's been mm-hmm. like, he's been in like fifteen minutes of a lot of films. Right. So yeah, he's like so naturally finally, like rolling towards his own flick. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, he's actually the the uh, the lead in this project, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, talented comedian. He's great on Saturday Night Live. Here's how he'll do an apt house film. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, uh, she had a lot of success with her last romantic comedy. And she's going to be doing another one called Marry Me with Owen Wilson. Um, Lopez will be playing a pop superstar of uh, surprise. <laughs> Who moments before... Really? That's a stretch. <laughs> before marrying her rock star fiance, finds out that he was cheating on her with her assistant. Ooh. Oh, wait, wait a minute. So let me get this straight. So Jennifer Lopez is playing a pop star uh-huh. that gets engaged and her marriage doesn't work out. <laughs> the irony. Stop it. <laughs> because, because she's been engaged and married, what, eight times now? That's a that very good cannot lock that girl. Yeah, like Her marriages are dating for everybody yep. else. Well, What's she's going on fabulous a and these men can't handle her. Okay, I, ho- I, I hope to be married to Jennifer <laughs> Lopez for nine months or so. It sounds Absolutely. great. Absolutely. <laughs> she a star. She is a star. I'm available, J-Lo. I'll be husband number 13. Right? Uh, Will you? (laughs) Oh, snap. Did you handle all that? I only need to handle it for a year. (laughs) I don't think you're ready for this. I don't think you're ready. That's a a different (laughs) girl. I know, I know, I know. But it was a reference to what you said. The reference was good. It's not not (laughs) J-Lo. So I haven't seen this movie, but it's a number one movie in America now until... Avengers comes out tomorrow. Until tomorrow. But it's called Curse of La Llorona. Well done. Well done with that title there, buddy. Yeah, you Um, you straight up butchered that. Curse of La Llorona. You know the double L in Espanol is Llorona. Um, Why? Do you? Which, uh... (laughs) uh, Alejandro. 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 Shazam number two, um... Disney's first official Fox movie is Big Breakthrough, which was number three. Uh, fourth place, Captain Marvel. Um, obviously spiked in um, the box office because people want to see it before 
Endgame. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't see Captain Marvel oh, yet. Oh yeah, you might have to check it out before Avengers Endgame. I heard I heard it was B. Like I heard it, it was, was okay. It was middle of the pack. Yeah. Middle of the pack. Yeah. And the movie Little rounding up the top five, but yes. I mean, Avengers Endgame. I mean, I think people will be talking about Avengers Endgame for weeks and weeks to come. People will be weeping. People will be weeping? Weeping. <laughs> yeah. I think after Game of Thrones and after Avengers Endgame, there's going to be a lot to talk about next week. Yeah. After, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I know how to do spoilers, but like if they do it how they did it in the comic books, oh my God, you guys, it's yeah. going to be very And I'm bad. glad I forgot the comic book oh, plotline because I read it as, as a kid, but... I am curious. Uh, um, if they do it like that, it's going to be gut-wrenching. <laughs> <laughs> well, <see> the... <laughs> it will be terrible. Right. I knew going into the first one, I was like, I wasn't, you know, I did You don't want to be spoilers. Al yeah. doing spoilers. Marvel's I don't like doing spoilers. really good at ripping your heart out. Ripping your heart out, right? Yeah, I knew that so many They're people really were going to die, and I just waited out. for I the first weekend. I do not want Avengers spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I waited for the first weekend to roll through, and yeah. I just like, yeah, watch the world explode. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. they all die. They <laughs> right, all fucking right. die. <laughs> wow, dude. Uh, Zachary Levi, Shazam, will be hosting the MTV Movie and TV Awards in June, which will be June 17th at the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica. I might Monica. actually watch it then. You're a fan of Lies. Zachary Levi. I am. He's cute. Lies. <laughs> um, American Idol, uh, I've been watching it because there, there were two Baltimore representatives on the top ten of American Idol this season. But we just lost one of the Baltimore people. Demetrius Graham uh, was voted off. Along with Uche, and there's a little bit of controversy because the first, Drama. Two, the first two contestants voted out of the top ten were both African American. Yep. Well, totally racist. That has to be the only reason uh, they were voted off. I mean, <laughs> racist. There was there was controversy. <laughs> oh. Um, but was it because they were from Baltimore? N- well, one of them was from Baltimore. Oh, okay. uh, that's be, why. But Black the up from Baltimore. But Jeremiah. But, Jer- <laughs> but Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah from Catonsville, Maryland, is still in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's still in it. He's the I, pastor's I son. Catonsville's not yeah. Baltimore. It's I different. I, but I love it Baltimore. all in. It's still Baltimore. But it's interesting to know that. Um, the two um, African American contestants that were voted off also happened to be wild card picked by the judges, saved. So uh. they didn't make the initial vote. So it's kind of consistent with that. Um, okay, so, so it's controversial and totally racist, except that it's not because it's 100% in keeping with all the other data. Okay, so <laughs> this, brings, just, this just kind of brings up. <laughs> you guys hear about that lady that went out well, with yeah, they uh, voted in her by America, charcoal right. face mask? And she what? She what? went out with her. She Swear went out. Outside. She was just chilling at a coffee house with her face mask on. Mm. Okay. This dude's like all outraged, like, "Oh my god, oh, she did she blackface!" Black but then there's oh, a whole bunch of hilarious. women that were like, "Okay, well, oh no, and we're just surprised, and we applaud her for going out in a face no. mask." Oh, that's period. so funny. <laughs> 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 why? Okay, so so uh, why no, I'm fa- are you outside in a face? Mask? But I'm fascinated I've by this. I've been there before. So what do you do, what do you do? <laughs> Maybe wow. to grab the mail or something. Right. Come on, so but what do you do, what do you do <laughs> when somebody incorrectly and in total ignorance is trying to do the right thing? How do you feel about that? So this dude is trying what? to be like blackface is terrible, right? And he's wrong yeah. and it's just face mask. So do you get mad at someone for being totally wrong but trying to do the right thing? Well, here's the thing. Mm. Those face masks. Yeah. Like I've seen people in blackface. They use like maybe foundation. This, maybe, maybe yeah. this is and it's habit. like 
Yeah, there's a difference between a face mask and like, literally like, like painting your honestly, face black. I've black never seen like, I've never seen anybody in blackface. I do think I could tell the difference because I've seen some ladies in masks. But I'm saying, right? You know, we can't <laughs> you wear yeah, like, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, That's we, why your skin is yeah, so nice. We, we can't. We can't. <laughs> I've, I've, Backhanded compliment. My, my uh, Miss Korea put me in a mask. It happened, you know. Ooh, okay. Al, Al has met a girl who I let do a facial thing on me. I didn't know what was going what on. Did you a facial thing on you, you make so much more. Wait, 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 shouldn't that be the other way around? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say a facial thing makes it sound Whatever. so much more. Whatever. She did a mud mask. Can I also say my best friend and I used to do. Yeah. We used to do face masks all the time. She's like, you put that Morgan, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. She wanted to do it. She 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 wanted she wanted to do some mud mask stuff. Morgan, are you? Go ahead, baby. I just feel. Morgan, are you a fan of facials? Do you like them? Um, Do they feel good? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Do they rejuvenate you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> good for the skin. So, Hydrating. It's actually true. It protein. is good for the skin because it's a uh, high uh, protein content. But anyway, continue. HBO is all about controversial documentaries. Lately. As you know, they yeah. had the Michael Jackson one. The and next then pulled one. it because apparently not. it was bullshit. I will not. Well, I was not going to watch it. I they, will not watch it. I'm sorry. No, they, they pulled has, it. It's has not it, true. Wait, ha, wait, wait. They pulled it. Where, where, where is Michael Jackson? Jackson? That shit got debunked. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's. Cool. I'm sorry. Did it get debunked? The that's man had some issues. Dude, get online. I, so, so. I don't think uh, he was a child molester That's at the all. king of pop. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it got debunked and, and F- HBO pulled yeah, it like pull it three days after. Yeah, let me see if I can find this shit. Don't find that, but. He literally got hit by a car saving Apparently a little girl's life. Apparently, it is not true. Like, wow. Uh, that doesn't yeah. strike me as the kind of person that's well, going to then Martin's take gonna that Martin's going to pull that back because I wasn't aware of that. Yes. But HBO is releasing what are they doing a scandal, uh, a documentary on the scandal of the doctor for the USA Women's Gymnastics team. Oh, that's gut-wrenching. It's called At the Heart of Gold. It's oh. in, Yeah. Um, it's all about Dr. Larry Nasser and all... Um, mm. And of course, testimonies from a lot of the uh, abused Olympic athletes, um, yes. and some of the, the gymnasts were explaining that they actually loved Dr. Nasser and consider him a friend. Yeah, that happens after time from trauma. Yeah, and that some well, and he did regularly. Outside so. of that, though, he doesn't abuse everyone, mm-hmm. right? So he doesn't abuse everyone, so, just the so, people he's training. Right. No, but I'm saying so. Like, if, if there's five people in there that he didn't molest and they have good things to say, it doesn't mean all the right. other stuff's bullshit. Oh, right? okay, like, okay, that's where like you're Like, a murderer doesn't that. murder everyone. Yeah. A rapist doesn't rape everyone. So just because there's some people that don't, you know, that, that say nice things doesn't mean, like, the rest of it's false. Like, okay. mm. You'll get some of the powerful statements uh, given during Nasser's trial in 2017, 2018. And as you know, he he's in currently 60 years in federal prison, yeah. um, 40 to 175 years in state prison, and another 40 to Damn. 125 years in prison. So, woo! Um, and HBO continuing, they're doing a knock. Now, this is what I'm really interested in. This is the sex cult, Nexium, which uh, Smallville actress uh, oh, yeah. Alison Mack was involved with. What, what sex know, cult? Yeah, well, what you, was know, all she, that? you know she pleaded guilty <laughs> um, to enabling and recruiting women to be part of this cult where they essentially were um, forced into uh, becoming sex slaves to Keith Grenier. Um, but what was her involved? And it was actually was like ma- it was actually masked yeah. as a... She, um, she pled guilty and is going to jail things. or prison. Yeah. So Nexium was actually disguised... <sighs> forced, like, what, like, drugged or chained or... 
Um, well, How do you recruit people for that? Like, so wouldn't that just be like, hey, you like yeah. this? Come bang your Some people do yeah. like that. So right. Why so, trafficking? It was, it was so, slavery, basically. So it basically what it was. If people got women. sold. Yeah, that well, shit's not okay. No, so what it was, is it was disguised as a self-help group. And these oh, women would God. be recruited so by... they prey on vulnerable women, yeah, so basically. And Alison yeah. Mack recruited them, and how they were able to get them to do these things yeah. is because they would release, they said they release information, videos, photos, whatever evidence of them. Oh, they'd blackmail them? Almost yeah. blackmail them. Okay, that's, oh that's, that's right. the information we're looking for. Right. That's how, what how I does was one tra- coerce yeah. So, yes, we will... Yes, so... Yeah, and there's disturbing. just so much stuff I just like don't even know about. Yeah, like, so what? Allison Mack actually pled guilty in a Brooklyn federal court, uh, court uh, about her involvement in the Nexium sex cult case. You never watch Smallville the same way. She is accused, of course, and two of her slaves into having sex with Renier, for which she received two financial benefits. She received financial benefits from it. So she's also a pimp, in addition to enabling sex trafficking. Um, um, let's move on from the crazy documentary stuff because we've so much crazy reality in the world today. Um, weekend two of Coachella took place last weekend. Ariana Grande, Childish Gambino, um, Tame Impala were the top performers. Casey Musgraves, Janelle Monet, even DJ Idris Elba. Um, wow, 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 and also he DJ, yeah, he mm. does DJ very well, and does it all, he does it all. And Kanye West held his Sunday service gathering. As well. I want to see that. Yeah, you want to be a part of the Sunday service, yeah. don't you? You want to sit with Kim and Kylie and all that. Yes. <laughs> also, Justin Bieber made a return to the stage. Um, he hasn't been on stage in two years. He sang alongside Ariana Grande. Um, Which, by the way, can I say, is interesting that he said that there was a sex ring thing that was underground and that was occurring and that disturbed him and that's why he canceled his tour. And he happened to be working with Jay-Z at the time who also was on tour with uh, Eric Kelly. You're talking about Justin Bieber? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, Who also, and Jay-Z was on the tour uh, on a tour at the time with R. Kelly, so it kind of makes sense now, two years later, that he's finally coming back after all the allegations came out with R. Kelly, because there were a lot of musicians that knew about what was going on and didn't say anything. Jay-Z didn't was one say, of them. Didn't say, wow. Um, enablers. Yeah, just saying. I think uh, it's interesting. That well, he, not necessarily enablers, but just... Uh, there were definitely enablers. If you oh. see a bunch of children that are facing the wall and not allowed to talk mm-hmm. to anyone... At mm. someone's house, when, like, Yikes. that is an adult, then, yeah, you know something funky's going on. And wow. many of the musicians were like, we did kind of, like, we, we thought that this was weird, but we were just like, wow. you know, let's just work on the music and just not, pay, and then just leave. Like, okay. I, I, I personally would never be able they to be in a situation in like public? that. Like, they were out? No, like, he would have, he, A, had a bedroom in the middle of his um, recording studio, number one. And number two, he ha- he would have, like, his, like, children's slaves there or whatever. And they wouldn't be allowed to, like, talk to the people. They wouldn't be allowed to look at them, like, those people when they were talking to them. He ma- He's made jokes, uh, like, many jokes and videos where he's hanging out with, like, people behind, like, off stage or whatever, and he's, like, talking about his, like, slaves. Like, he videotaped it. He had, and he had had so, this going on so for years. Crazy. I mean, we knew that this was going on. He went on to BET Ugh. with Aaliyah when she was 14, and they were ma- wearing matching outfits, and everybody was just like, well, she's just maybe 
maybe she's just mature for oh, her age. Oh, boy. No, we knew that this was going on for so long. Lord. Well, hey, now he's finally in prison, so there you go. Yes. I'm just he's drawing the link back to, yeah. to JB, but go ahead. But the last uh, thing uh, about uh, Coachella Weekend 2 is Will Smith actually joined the stage with Jaden Smith. Um, uh, Jaden Smith a uh, had a, de- really see. a debut <laughs> uh, at the Music Arts Festival. And yes, I kind of agree with you, Sabi. I'm just not... I'm just not really into a lot of the artists at Coachella uh, this year. And, and well, Beyonce did the damn thing. Beyonce is great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Grande, Tame Impala, Childish Gambino, Ari. awesome. Jaden and Will Smith, no. why? Well, you know, they're superstars. Uh, thank you. Know? you. I mean, Next. I mean, I love Will's old stuff. You do? I mean, Get I love Men in Black. Yes. I enjoy Will Smith. Welcome but to one Miami. One thing I enjoy yep. about him is that he's always the same person. So I never Correct. have to be surprised yeah. about, you know, but yes. playing a character I don't like because it's always him. One Coachella, uh, I would like to ch- attend one Coachella. Right. We got it. We should go Can next Can we plan year. it? Yes. Yes. I want to go to Tomorrow World. I also <laughs> would do that. There you go. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, me and my I will girl find Frankie, you a sparkly Hi, ass cape. we were like, we should be Or I will Coachella. make you a sparkly ass cape. Yes. <laughs> and I'll wear just a skimpy sequin bathing suit with all my oh, face. Oh, Oh, my God. I'm having so many ideas about this Oh, right my God. Now. It's like an and idea my pink uni. Oh, my God. Board. Can we go to the Coachella? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Do you have white boots by any chance? I have white go-go boots. Oh, oh yeah. snap. Right. I see oh, it all. Snap. I see it all. Oh, Clarice. Sequin A sequin hood. <laughs> Good. That yes. reminds me of you at the OC party block. Okay, that okay. wasn't secret. <laughs> it was a thong, though. <laughs> it was not. It was cheeky. It was close. <laughs> it was close. Uh, do you mind reading it? Okay. So we so, have the, the, the oh, uh, article yeah, so I about the, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I read this article, uh, I would say a month ago, uh, where, where the guy came out disproving it. Uh, director Reed continues to defend the film against the biographer's claims that his newfound evidence could disprove some of the child sexual abuse allegations leveled at Michael Jackson by Robson and Safechuck. So they don't claim that uh, Michael is a innocent, of course, but the two guys that the documentary is about, they say, they say they can prove that that crap didn't happen. Mm. Mike Smallcomb, a British journalist and the author of Making Michael, said that he uncovered historic testimony by Robson's mother that contradicts Robson's allegations detailed in wow. Leaving Neverland. Mm-hmm. Smallcomb also claims that part of Safechuck's allegation is inconsistent with facts surrounding the construction of Jackson's Neverland train station. Safechuck claimed in his 2014 lawsuit against Jackson's estate that he was abused from 1988 until 1992 when he was 14. Okay. The alleged victim, now 41, said that he was abused in an upstairs room in Neverland's train station. But Smallcomb also uncovered permits that show the train station was approved for construction on September 2, 1993. The deficiency in Safechuck's story is this, he said. Construction on Neverland's train station didn't start until the later part of 1993 and didn't open until the first part of 1994. This would be two years after Safechuck Safe claimed that it happened, that, that he was in this thing that wasn't built There's yet. There's some inconsistency. Well, right. Okay, but and also then when they we get already to, went to court when and we, they already When we get to what HBO did, admitted that they it were was lying. supposed to air through September. They pulled it April 1st after this came out. Wow. Yeah. Now HBO. I didn't know they actually pulled it. Yeah, wow. Well, HBO and it's they'll not say, available on demand. No, no, it is. So that's what they say. Okay. So HBO says we didn't pull it. We ceased to air it regularly. But anyone who wants to watch it can still find it on HBO streaming. Okay. There and you And they go. say we, of course, reserve the right to bring it back to air later. Okay. They claim it's normal that they're choosing not to air it now. 
Hmm. I do not buy it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It seems that they ran yeah. into controversy. It got yanked off the air months before it was supposed to. Everyone was watching uh, that thing. They, Why they would you were. pull it from the line? They People had, were like, they it was a, the I, only thing anyone was talking about. Don't they have a lawsuit with the Jackson State too, I think? That, I, that stuff was in there as well. Yeah, but yeah, so, so like it, of, it got murky real quick. Yeah, they didn't want to deal with all that bullshit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. because they knew it was Michael. all bullshit. Don't go against Michael. Right? Okay. Hey, I guess if it was proven, it was proven. Um, I mean, they, they came out after those court cases and said that they were lying about it for money years and years ago. So now that he's dead, they want to come back and be like, just kidding, it wasn't a lie. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. We weren't lying about us lying. <laughs> um, I'm glad I didn't see it because everybody saw it. Said I it was did. Like, it was absolutely gut wrenching. Yeah, it was and then like, I was trying to figure and out they, if I was gonna go be sad for a day. I'll be honest, they were. And very, now I'm glad I passed. <laughs> they were, my sister was saying, and I was like, no. They were very them. convincing. Yeah. Both of them. What about Wade? Yeah. Well, of course, well, what, if what a few said? million dollars is on the Wade, line, I'd be Robin, convincing Robinson? as shit too. Yeah. Was it was Wade? Wade Robson and uh, Robson yeah. and some Billy Jimmy Jimmy Wade was Britney's um. Choreographer for a right. while and NSYNC back in the day. And you love some Brit. Oh, yeah, wait, can we talk about what's going on with Britney, please? Because I what's don't know. What's going on with Britney? Cause she's, she's not dead yet? No. Well, come on. We love some Britney over oh, in this Oh, that's her fa- That's Morgan's favorite. Yeah, I said it. So I she... met her. Remember? Did you? Yes. Mm. Oh, I remember. My picture my for co- a little while catch up. My, covers, my cover profile photo. For a long face. time, yeah. It's on did Facebook she, still. Yeah. Did she ask you about aliens in the universe? No. That's my favorite Britney, uh, Britney video. What is the latest on Britney? Uh, I know so she checked in a mental she, health uh, so facility. This is what oh, yeah. surprise. This is what we know. First of all, mental health is not a joke. No, Britney is a joke, not mental health. Oh, no, come she, get no, out. She's an amazing performer. <laughs> get out right There's now. There's a reason why she's <laughs> so an amazing um, performer. Like, she's iconic. Of, yes, she is. Her okay. songs. Anyway, her, what's so, going continue. on? So, we're done with you so now, Martha. Her, mm-hmm. her Piece of Me tour ended. <laughs> and. She was going to start up another tour. Mm-hmm. It was going to be called Radar. And I guess ticket sales weren't doing that well or whatever because it was like her tour just ended. You need to give the people some time, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we found out that her father is was sick. Like he wasn't doing well. and Or that's what we were told. And so shortly after that, she took a hiatus. Like just she was like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to postpone the tour. Right. And then recently, like, I don't know, a week, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, she was saying she was checking into a mental health facility for, like, stress, anxiety, whatever. We, we and dealing with her know. ailing father. And dealing with her ailing father. And so then, like, you know, she's got a lot of fans. We've got the, the Britney Army is what we call ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the people that call her Godney. Brittany, oh, wow. Godney. Oh, yeah. That people were like, people had like signs. They were pro, they were pe- like somebody. One person started saying that she was being held against her will, what? but the father, because her father's her, her conservator, right? Like she can't, she he still makes big decisions, and she hadn't been on Instagram in a while, and she always is. And posting her conservator like, is yeah. sick, so it right. makes so, another issue. So people were like holding up signs like "Free Britney." They're making T-shirts. And so all Holy the stuff. Holy shit. So, uh, yeah. yeah. See, you're just jealous. You wish you had that. Free Martin. 
<laughs> Free the king. <laughs> so she went on Instagram yesterday mm-hmm. and oh, did good. a whole thing saying, I'm fine. Like, please stop freaking well, good. out. I'm glad she's fine. I'm not like, being held did, against my will. <laughs> she doesn't look that well. Like, really? something How dare you say that about eyes. Britney? What's wrong with you? Don't anyway, criticize her. Don't criticize her. So, well, she was in a mental uh, health facility well, for quite a while. So. And that's not a joke. Thing, probably had something to do with it. When she shaved her head or whatever, they've said that she has, like, or she's suffered from, like, depression, bipolar. Like, there's a couple things there. Sounds like all really good artists. That's what me. I said. All mm-hmm. artists are troubled. We all, you know, suffer with our talent. Speak for yourself. I'm fine. Spoken, yeah. like, spoken like a true person <laughs> with a problem. <laughs> Denial is a real wow. thing. Wow. All right. The, anyway, so I hope she's we, fine. We hope Brit, Brit, fine. I love you. Me too. And All also right. in the video that she posted, I have the same shirt she has on. So. All right. Ooh. Just a few more things. I'll oh, wrap up things bit. for yes. tonight here on Below the Belt Show. A couple sad passings. Actor Ken Kerchival, best known uh, for his role, role as Cliff Barnes on Dallas died at the age of 83. He actually made his return to the Dallas reboot series um, a few years ago, uh, from 2012 to 2014. Also, British child star actress Maya Lacia Naylor died at the age of 16. Um, pretty sad the young teen died, but the cause of death remains unclear, which is certainly uh, pretty sad when it's someone young. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't familiar with her work. Um, another actor by the name of Bradley Welsh, who's a former boxer, made his acting debut in Danny Boyle's t- train spotting film, uh, died at the age of 42. Um, also, uh, prayers go out to John Singleton, who's uh, recovering in a hospital after suffering a stroke. Um, and uh, John Singleton, uh, only 51, so really hope he's okay. I mean, obviously, a stroke is very life-changing. A stroke, unfortunately, killed Luke Perry. Um, but let's hope uh, John recovers uh, okay. Um, and I think someone mentioned Jennifer Garner a little earlier. Um, she's on the yeah, she's selling credit cards. Yeah, she's on People's A Beautiful Issue for the 2019 cover. Um, yeah. And just for you, Savvy, I'm skipping the baby news. Thank you. <laughs> Michelle Branch and Patrick Carney uh, got married uh, last Michelle Saturday. Branch. Yeah, singer Michelle Branch. The all uh, all you want. We remember singer. her, oh, but. Yes. If you want to, yes, I can, I can change you. Yes, yeah, sorry. But, that was a good song. But mm. splitting up is a big uh, goodbye. Sorry, <laughs> to <laughs> you. Sorry, that was a good one. A lot of big celebrity <laughs> celebrity breakups include actress Michelle Williams and her husband Phil Elverum. Apparently, has split after less than a year of marriage. She's um, not over Heath yet. Maybe, it's okay. We understand. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. She, that was. Adele and her husband, uh, Simon Konecki, mm. have also called it quits. Oh, that's awesome, because we're going to get a, a great al- album out of People that. People have already been yeah, saying that. Yeah, she's going to be oh, all wow. in her I feelings. Know. In the Can I also <laughs> just say, that's true. Um, and no one liked Alanis good. when she was happy. No. What were her happy songs? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I mean. We're going to have to find <laughs> out. Yeah. I don't know. Adele, um, I mean, mm. What, what a talent, though. Yeah, she's Also, gold. a surprising one are the stars of Pitch Perfect, Anna Camp, and Skylar Aston, who actually met on Pitch Perfect. They actually um, decided to go their separate ways. Not everybody can be Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. and Sarah Michelle Gellar. They couldn't make it past the end True. of the movie, right? Yeah. Those romances only last for the movies. They're, only, they're married for no. two years. Sarah Michelle. 
Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. are still together. Except for them. <laughs> Except no, for they them. Are. Since no one else can talk. married. Since no one can talk. Talk WWE with me. I guess I'll skip WWE news. Yes, or? please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll end tonight with birthdays today. Celebrating a birthday today on Wednesday, April 24th. Can you believe Shirley McLean is now 85? Happy birthday, Shirley McLean. Happy birthday, Shirley. Happy birthday, Shirley. Barbara Streisand, 77 oh, today. Babs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... Actor Cedric the Entertainer, 55. He's still around? He, I <laughs> no, thought he was way older than 55. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry, Cedric. <laughs> Actor uh, Jamon Hanso is 55. Um, two Game Jamon of Thrones two Game of Thrones actors um, have birthdays. Aiden Gillen, Littlefinger himself, is 51. And Rory McCann, the Hound. Uh, How old is he? He is 50 as well. Yeah. Well, Aiden Gillen's 51 and uh, Rory McKenna's 50. Hound. Uh, Melinda Clark from one of my favorite shows, The O.C. from back in the days, 50. Loved that show. It wasn't it a great show. Mm-hmm. God damn. Sandy Cohen. Yep. <laughs> Actor talk Eric. Talk about real life and, uh, sorry, talk about real life and actors, Misha Barton. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Love some Misha Barton. Yeah, but she's, her she's real life character was literally her character in the OC. I was like, wow, yeah, it's definitely she... not a stretch at all. Isn't she <laughs> still that was a role. You made know, she's going to be in The Hills, which I think is the weirdest casting ever. Because the I thought the, the Hills sort of wanted to be reality, but now it really is scripted pseudo reality. Yeah, I don't like that. But, um, yeah. You guys don't yeah, think it's fake it was as shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so fucking fake. <laughs> Actor Eric Balfour is t- uh, from the TV show 24 is 42 today. Actress Rebecca Mater is from Lost is 42. Uh, Austin Nichols from One Tree Hill is 39. Sasha Baris from The Hangover is 38. Kelly Clarkson, the original American Idol is 37. Tyson Ritter of All American Regis is 35. Joe Keery from Stranger Things is 27. And actor Jack Quaid from The Hunger Games and the son of Randy Quaid is 27. And actor Jordan Fisher is 25. That's birthdays today. Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. So thank you so much for our special calling guests, Pat McGee and Ali Severino, um, the filmmaker and the subject of the movie, the documentary film, American Relapse, and of course, the follow-up series on Viceland, Dope Sick Nation. Thanks so much for Ben Milliken, um, great actor from Bosch. Uh, I know that uh, Martin's a big fan of Bosch. Um, check him out in season five. And thank you so much for our great in-studio panel. We do seem to like you. Thank show. you for having us, Al. You are amazing, your this grace. Is great. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to talk about the next G-O-T's. Game of the, We got to get you back before the finale. Yes. We'll make that happen, okay? We also need to have oh, a dear. finale party, party. where I can wear my costume. Can we can somebody totally dress Can up somebody you. throw a finale party? Not in my house. We Ooh. need to find a rich friend Wait, with a big ass be? fucking Who's theater. Cool? Yeah. I can totally Anybody arrange know, that. Do you know any I can people? arrange that. We'll talk I mean, about it later, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, Wait till Clarice. we get off the air. And I hope they're we'll a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, yeah. And definitely. I will, be mad, Khalifa. And if there. we all bring 
We could all pot say luck? we'll bring something. Let's pot like luck, yes. Booze and whatnot. Especially people with these fancy apartment complexes. They have those theater yes. rooms, you know. Let's, yes, yes. We, I, we, I got someone. Got you, we, all right, let's, someone. let's work it out. So let's. We'll, so we'll definitely reconvene for the uh, yes. finale talk for sure. Um, and of course, make sure you check out AwesomeCon this weekend. Awesome Dash. Con.com, <laughs> the official website um, for all the celebrity guests that will be in attendance. Below the Belt Show will be in attendance. Cannot wait for that. As well, um, we're going to be checking out um, the Samantha Bee's, not the White House Correspondence uh, Dinner event uh, this Friday, and uh, BuzzFeed's party uh, upcoming uh, this weekend as well. So lots of stuff going on um, for, for us here on Below the Belt Show. Um, any last minute plugs, Sabrina? You have anything to promote yet, or not, right not now. yet? Not right now. Not okay. quite, quite yet, but okay. very, 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 very soon. Martin, any albums dropping? Any? Uh... No, I got. I'm working on a couple stuff. I can't talk about any of it yet. So you gotta, you gotta wait. Oh, we gotta well, wait. Well, Martin, Morgan, Martin what do you got, and I will both be modeling on oh, Saturday. Wow. In, in Harbor East How for woo. Fashionista. Fashionista, very cool. Uh, it's free and available to the public. So. If you want to come see Hottie. What's the venue in fa- uh, at Harbor it's East? Har- well, it's it's outside. It's an outdoor venue. Okay, um, cool. But there's, it's all of the boutiques and shops like Lululemon, Under Armour. Uh, so cool. Christopher Schaefer, I believe. I'm. I will be modeling a wedding gown by Modern Trousseau. Yes. Um, hair and makeup all by Baltimore. Working Arts. on the runway, um, girl. So I have that coming up, and um, I'm actually doing a photo shoot for the Baltimore Whiskey Company on Sunday. Um, and yeah, just you know, all right. plugging and plugging away, <laughs> pounding the pavement. Pounding the pavement. So. Mm-hmm. Holla for a dollar. So. Mm-hmm. I got a special treat to end tonight's Below the Belt Show, guys. Um, a huge interview I conducted at Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey last month. Uh, I know you're a fan of this film, Sabrina, The Craft. Oh, yeah. I love that yes. movie, too. Uh-huh. Yes. Girl power. I talk- We bind you, Nancy. <laughs> oh, my God. Girl power. From well, harming others I call and on harming Mano, yourself. Mano, 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 take my scars. You really take love that scars. movie. I remember. Um, also, I literally feel like we uh, are Nev those Campbell weirdos. in that movie. I every night I'm like, Mano, take my scars. So, who does Rachel? <laughs> who does Rachel True play? Which character is Rachel? What? What? Uh, oh, um, the hot, the hot black chick that looked kind of like Gary Spice. Yes. Yeah, and all the white bitches were making fun of her curly hair. Yeah. And then their hair fell bitches. out. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, bitches. Well, anyways. Hair Bye. fell out. Marsha, it ain't about you, is mm. it? it uh-uh. No well, one Sabrina, cares when you ain't got no hair. Guess what? who I talked to at Monster Mania? That's right. Rachel True. Exclusive. She's, she's super cute still. And with black do not together? Well, tell you what, Sabrina, this is a must-listen-to uh, interview if you're a fan of the crap. The reason why, she talks about being excluded from other conventions when they invited Nev Campbell, uh-uh. Robin Tunney, and Feruza Balk and excluded her. She she actually talks about that. There's a little bit of controversy about that. That's weird. And I think that's really effed up. I've never but heard of a convention not wanting more celebrities. At all. Well, oh, she's guys, been excluded. Oh, guys, you aren't yeah. black chicks. You, yeah. I didn't want to say it. it. 
I just want to, you know. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's but, a fucked up you know, situation. But to a lot of people, there's no longer any yeah. racism. So. Rachel yeah. does talk about in this interview. Is definitely yes, I would love good. to hear it. You got to listen to it. Yeah. Guys, on behalf of everybody here on Below the Belt Show, Martin Lopez. Peace. Your Grace. Morgan Moses Allen. Goodbye, bend the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina Taylor-Smith. Peace. I'm Al Soto, guys. Ending tonight's show with Rachel True at Monster Mania. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, peace. Al Soto here at Monster Mania with actress extraordinaire Rachel True. Hi. Best known for her work in The Craft, which is amazing because here at Monster Mania, it's a freaking reunion with The Craft. How cool is it to get all four of you together? I am super delighted to be here with the entire cast. It's the first time we've all been together in the same room since the premiere. What? How is that possible? We've all seen each other here and there, but we have not all been together since the premiere. So it's super exciting to be here. Wow, and I bet the fans are excited too since it's been the first time since the premiere as well. Yeah, no, thank you Monster ManiaCon so much for having mm-hmm. me because I think the fans have shown they're really happy to see all the yes. girls together. The, the um, Our photo thing was nuts. I mean, there were so many people, so thank you everyone. As I keep saying, um, mm-hmm. thank you guys for making the movie live. Like, if you guys didn't love it, it wouldn't still be showing all the time and <laughs> we wouldn't be here talking to you about it, so thank you guys. So what's the friendship been with you and Farooza and Nev and, well, and Robin since, since listen, the film? I think people want to make everyone best friends who do a movie. We're yes. women who did a movie together 23 years ago we are friendly you know i've traveled yeah. the world with uh, nav and um see robin here and there Fruz and i text and talk on the phone but honestly like do you come on do you talk to people you work with 23 years ago <laughs> that's you? a good point that's a very thank, good point thank you <laughs> but we do we all get along really great there are mm-hmm. a tremendous group of women awesome so obviously it's a very popular film cult classic has there been any talk because a lot, a lot of fans want to see a craft 2 a sequel a reboot obviously with the original cast and maybe some new cast is that well, something that has been in talk uh, has been in talks I heard there were you know they had a script before uh, that was like a reboot and then that yeah. kind of got scrapped and um, they're trying different versions so all I can say right now is I can neither confirm nor deny okay if we're gonna be in the new movie okay okay but 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 we do know it's in production. I said I can neither confirm okay. nor all right, all right. whether we're going to be in the movie okay. at this juncture. Okay. Well, all the fans are hoping that it's the case, for uh, sure. Yeah, listen, I personally think it would be great. Um, mm-hmm. I think everybody looks great, and I think the people oh, heck who yeah. come here and talk to me, they want to see the characters grown up. Yes. But honestly, if they decide to go another direction, that's okay, too. Like, whatever they do is fine. Right on. You have a, such an amazing body of work uh, from your early sitcom stuff. I, I just want to touch on uh, a one particular sitcom you worked on, and that's uh, The Cosby Show. <laughs> well, I, I have to ask. Like one of my first TV <laughs> the most first, Right, right. What was it like working with Bill? Well, here's what I'm going to say about that. I sold a book last year that is a tarot and deck set, but it's also part yeah. memoir. So I talk about Bill Cosby in the book. Uh, oh. He's under the Emperor card. And um, I, you know, it was interesting. It was interesting, and I'm not necessarily surprised by things that have happened since then. So what he's done is in tune with the Emperor cards, what you're saying? Uh, I think, you know, each tarot card has a high vibe. Right. Higher vibe and a lower vibe. Right. I think we all vacillate between the high and the low, right? Sure. So some people get stuck in the low vibe sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some people stay in the high vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I know where I am. <laughs> and another uh, 
amazing television show you got to work on was the Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Have you met Luke Perry? We all knew about his untimely yeah, passing. I mean, that one made a Hollywood really sad. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know him well, met him briefly. Super, 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 known mm. to be a super nice guy yes. in town. So mm. I think the takeaway from that is, is that, um, you know, you want to live life to the fullest, right? Uh, you want to make yeah. the most of every day and every connection you have. You want to tell people you love them when you get the chance because nothing's promised, right? Yeah. So Tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised, but that was real sad. He That was way yeah. too young, uh, but that is that is how life goes sometimes, yeah. as we all know. But he's going to be tremendously missed. Absolutely. Definitely miss Luke Perry. Speaking of 9210, Ian Ziering was a part of Sharknado. How did you like working on that project? Well, let me put it this way. I got a call and yeah. they said, hey, listen, do you want to be sucked out of an airplane cockpit with the, <laughs> with the guy from the original airplane movie and eaten by a shark? And I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. As long as I get eaten by a shark. I'm very happy to do that. Yeah. How are you going to say no to that no, offer? Obviously. I mean, I was there with Robert Hayes right. from the original airplane who yes. was charming and had a full fabulous head of hair, I might add. <laughs> Um, so it was really fun all around to work on that. Awesome. Um, any other upcoming projects you want to promote TV and film-wise? Uh, well, I'm going to be on a few episodes of Better Things on FX. This nice. is a really great show with Pamela Adlon. I'm on towards the end of the yes. season. It's such a good show. She's great. She's tremendous. Yes. Um, and then I sold a book to Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. It's a tarot book. It's called True Heart Tarot, where I'm uh, talking, giving tarot card interpretations. I'm designing a deck to go along with it. And then there are 22 memoir essays from so my cool. life in the 90s and now and wow. in terms of acting in there. So I'm really excited about that project. And then, listen, you guys, if you haven't seen the documentary I'm in on Shudder.com mm -hmm. called Hara Noir, Ooh. you really should check it out. It's um, Basically, it is the history of black people in horror, but it is not just that. It's based on a book written by a professor, so if you're white, please watch it, too. It's really <laughs> the history of horror, and it's, it's yeah. a very erudite, scholarly take on it, and everyone who's come up to me here who's seen it said it's yeah. fascinating. We love it. Shudder, it's the, they're the best. Uh, it's gotten the most highest ratings for some of their wow, original programming. Okay. And um, and we're developing more based off it. Oh, so I'm pretty excited that. about that, too. Now, um, you alluded to black people in horror. I read a particular article in the Daily Beast about how you talk about black people in horror and sometimes they're the, usually the first people that are killed off in the movie. Well, you know what, though? <laughs> That's one thing the documentary mm -hmm. dispels because okay. I thought that, too, because yeah. I was in a vampire movie with Alyssa Milano called Embrace of the Oh, Dead. I love that, by the way. Totally, like, the first person to die, so I was like, yeah, of course, because I'm the black chick, but actually, horror noir dispels that myth. We are okay. not always the first person to die. Okay. Sometimes we're the third. Yeah. And that article also alluded to that you possibly we're not going to be a part of this reunion and there's some controversy about you not being I included. I think it's all worked out yeah. great. I want to thank Monster Mania yes. Con for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to be here with my entire cast. I think um, what's happened is now you have a craft reunion and yes. people are super excited actually. There's been a great turnout for that. So however it went down, I'm just happy to be here with my whole cast yes. and I'm delighted. Uh, thank you so much Monster Mania for, for including me. Alright. Guys, it's Rachel True here at Monster Mania Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Thanks so much for talking to us here on Below the Belt Thank Show. Thank you. Bye, awesome. guys. And if you could let us know who you are from the craft okay. and you're on Below the Belt Show. That's right. Hi, I'm Rachel True from the craft and I'm on the Below the Belt Show. Thank yes. you.
Well, it has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying. Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.